Hey, it's Nicole. This is Tiffany. I'm Carol. This is Sia. This is what keeps us together. Basically the group chat in your head. Living rent free. Hey, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. All right, y'all. So July is, I don't know if every month has, is an awareness month, but apparently it is. Uh So this month (laughs) is National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. So I thought we should do a song that puts you in a good mood, like your feel good song. Like what's your go to song? Oh, I can go first if everyone's not ready. Okay. Okay. So my my first one is Donna Summer's Last Dance. Oh, that's a good one. That's that like, a good one. It's also my favorite karaoke song. And my that's other so one. Wait, sing it. That's, you guys know it all. All of you guys know the song. Yeah, that was. Oh. Oh. Oh, we were all in different parts of the song. We were. It's okay. It's all right. Because I was already at the... Next time we should count down on which part of the song we are going to go in. Yeah. That's my jam. My other one is... Well, I'll hold it just in case it's someone else's. Go ahead. Oh, that's fair. (laughs) That'd be happening. Uh, Go ahead. I can go. Well, so I will say my most recent feel-good song has to be... um, Bruno, is it Bruno Mars or is it Gucci? Oh. It's Gucci Man and Bruno Mars oh, and Claire Black, which that's... I know is problematic, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I like, it's a good song. I like it's everybody else. Wake Up in the Sky. Yeah. Oh. Wait, how's it go? Oh, uh, yeah, that is a good one. Man, I'll tell you. I was going to help, but I know what note we were on. Sorry. <laughs> well, we're just it's guessing, fine. you know? You just got to go for it, Carol. But that joint just. That is a good one. That's just. It's wow, I'm surprised not. yours wasn't like <laughs> Ratchet. Yeah. I mean, Ratchet I mean, I mean, it's Gucci I mean, Man, to be fair. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, That's a tamer Gucci song. It is. And I had other selections, but this was like the most recent okay. and probably the best and less tame. So fair enough. That's I, I tried to clean it up. <laughs> I respect <laughs> that. That's cool. <laughs> I think mine is um Love on Top. Ba, 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 da, oh, that's cute. Oh. Um, it's not like a, a, a song that I like on, go baby. to to listen to, but every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot how like <laughs> that song just, you know, it, it just feels yeah. good. Yeah. Just right. sing it. I always think of the Marseille. Um, was it her, a TikTok or a meme? I don't even know what was out when she was trying to do the la- the runs at the end. You know, it modulates at the end yeah. and she like almost fell out when she got to the last one. <laughs> it tracks. <laughs> so mine is kind of like a Beyonce, but not really. So I would love a mashup between the Marvin Gaye and the Beyonce oh, before I let go. Yeah. Like every time yeah. it comes on the radio, you just feel good and want to sway. That is a good one. That's a good one. So what was your other one? My other one was um, Whitney Houston. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yeah, I love a good like, that's why I'm really enjoying the Drake and I'm looking forward to Beyonce's album because yeah. I love a good 80s dance. You think yeah. it's all going to be like dance music, Beyonce's album, I mean? I would um, love that. I would, I would love it too, by the way. Didn't you hate I'm Drake's so, album? Right, I'm huh? surprised. You, you hate Drake's that. album though, right? Uh, I meant from the dance part. I don't like Drake's album at all. There's like two songs Ooh, I kind of like. But I'm explain like, oh. why. I thought you didn't like it because it was dance music. No, 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 no. I just didn't like it because it was like, <laughs> White techno dance music. Oh, like house? Yeah. So you don't like Baltimore club music? No, 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 no. Because to me, that's not it either. It's a very specific genre. He does not have house music. And I don't know why people keep saying that. Because that's not house. That's not house. That's not techno. It's close. I feel like it's European house. Exactly. And I don't like that. Oh, I like Baltimore, Chicago. Okay, fair, fair. Detroit techno, ghetto tech, if you will. 
But I do yeah, not like And if you're from Detroit, you already know. But I anyway, have never um, been this deep in the techno house. Me either. No only, only because where I'm from, like Detroit, there's a clear difference. And white people, European techno does stuff that I'll put y'all on. Let me tell you. It's a, but it's I also feel like thing. it's not, he hasn't, I feel like he hasn't completely jumped into like white techno. But that's yes. like the vibe I got. It's very Euro white techno. Okay, I got, I got, a, little, I got a little zhuzh in there. Popping. I feel like he has a little seasoning. He yeah, put a little seasoned salt he, in there. He a tried. pinch of garlic powder. And a pinch of garlic powder. And I, 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 I can recite that it's getting salt and pepper. I can respect it. Oh, and no calories. No, no, no garlic he, powder. No, he did. No he had a little bit, of, a little bit of onion, a little two, bit of garlic, a songs, little bit of Cajun seasoning. Two songs I will agree had okay. the Cajuns and the Tony. Okay, <laughs> but if it's given a, a nice little uh, seafood broil from New Orleans, but other than that, the rest of them gave. Where's the leeks and the potatoes of Europe? Not the leeks. Not the leeks. Okay, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna talk about green bean casserole. Where's the Cream of mushroom. <laughs> well, my mama loves some cream of mushroom. Anyway, yes, I, I do. I do feel strongly about it. Respectfully, keeps them in business. Respectfully, I buy it too. Okay, but going back to my original point, Beyonce has yourself. never done a full dance album. Oh right. my god! And I, 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 I'm not, I'm not a Beyonce fan, but I'm not a hater. I just know that I really love something that I can bop to. So if she does a full dance album. Beyonce, you will get a full stand out of me if you do that. Because See, I, I don't want she, that. Me either. I want some ballads. But, but, but I, mean, I want yeah. the good okay. dance. If it's like a, if it's a big album, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Like if there's like if there's 22 songs. Oh, she and, released the um, track list. Oh, I missed it. I think it's like. It's a decent 18 or something like yeah, that. Right? It's yeah, it's around like 18. Oh, okay. See, yeah. if nine of those are dance, I'm cool. If it's all 18, I'm going to be like, oh, I want to Yeah, I want a good ballad. I want to like cry in the shower. Yeah. yeah. See, I've never been about That's This is why y'all, y'all keep talking yeah. about y'all love the yeah. R&B. And I'm like, big R&B uh, head. No. That toxic yeah. Brent Baez yeah. come at me. I do me. love R&B. Yeah, me too. It's my thing. And I will just, no. I need something that I can put on the radio and have all my feelings. Like, I want to hate you. I just want to be on a long road trip and belt every song. Agreed. That's what I want. Like start yeah. to finish. All right. Starting to feel like a toxic, toxic man here with like I just need everything to be happy and <laughs> no, all that. Oh, okay. like well, a dancey. Like I just, that doesn't feel toxic to me. That's not toxic. It doesn't. Right. It feels like a light among. Well, I mean, it's escapism. Okay, fair enough. Of, okay. Oh, okay. Of, that, yes, that, I, I don't like want that my music to like lead me into your enneagram. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah it does. Wow, we should throw it back. I don't it remember. Is. Wow. That is go back to our first episode ever. <laughs> should, we should go back to our one. first nice. episode ever. Ooh, right. I love a callback. Yes. <laughs> okay. Episode one. <laughs> All right. So, so getting back on track, what are you talking oh, about this week? Oh, oh sorry. 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 <laughs> we got so, way oh, off. Okay. Just I'm enjoying this a little tangent. Yeah, me too. That's pretty Why are you crying? Because it was funny. I was just laughing. Okay, mushroom soup got her. I'm definitely telling my mama what y'all said. There's nothing wrong with it. What y'all said, and I'm done. I use cream of mushroom and cream of chicken. You're supposed to mix it. As long as you have onion powder and garlic powder. Have y'all never not locked in there in my cooking? No, I agree. I all just I thought that was a black is... person staple. I didn't know it was like a white person staple. Only um, if the, the string bean casserole, they use that to make it. Like it's in the casserole. Yeah. It uh, is with the little the like onion things. Yeah. Yeah. So they take what the green bean and then they make it like that. 
like stirringly back to it. That's what I'm saying. saying. We changed it and it wasn't even tip standard. <laughs> it wasn't. Okay, let's get into the topic of the week. Jesus Please. Christ. I've never been the person to bring us back to on track. Look at me. Wow, you're growing. Really. <laughs> Not the slow oh, I'm too far away from the buttons. <laughs> I can't give it to you. I'm sick. <laughs> All right. So this week, um, our topic is going to be on weight discrimination and our cultural reference topic. Um, it's coming from mainly um, a post um, from Edutopia that talks about how a growing body of evidence suggests that weight-based discrimination begins as early as three years old and then persists. Um, and this, uh, is a excerpt from a article by Paige Tut that talks about weight bias hurting kids and how we're not even talking about it. It says in her, um, another expert says that by 20, uh, 2011 adolescents were reporting that weight bias bullying was one of the most commonly expressed forms of harassment, eclipsing bullying based on race, religion, or disability. What year was this? 2011. That's interesting, actually. The year. Yeah. 2011 is when they reported this. But I feel like it, the year, to me, sounds about right. Because I feel like it's just right when social media started really picking up. And, mm-hmm. and I know I'm aging myself oh, here. But yeah. I just feel like, yeah, like uh, with especially being more photography-based versus like, Twitter was bigger before then, so it's yeah. kind of shifted. Or like Facebook was just like words mostly. Yeah, yeah. Right. so it's like everything is kind of shifting towards what you see and that whole missing out thing. But I, what's surprising to me more so is the age of like three. Like, yeah, it's really remarkable. I don't. Well, I, yeah, that's less. But it just is like it's weird to think that it's common. I guess. Yeah, it's I more, guess I'm thinking more so to me as someone with a three year old. I'm just thinking about things that people say to him that. Um, like, I try and be more conscious about, like, people be like, oh, he's so big, instead of being like, he's tall. Yeah. Or, like, um, when he's at the table eating, because he's a toddler, so he's not going to eat his dinner in one sitting. He's just not. Right. And so instead of being like, you can't get up until you finish all your food, because that's, like, the old school yeah. way of saying things. It's more so, like, if, you're, if you feel full and you're done, you can get up. But, like, we're not eating anything else until you finish dinner. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave this here until you're done. But I'm just thinking about those psychological things yeah. that we go through. So I think three is also when they can respond back to you too so i think they're i think they might be absorbing more at three uh, that that does they can communicate with you better yeah. you were also very conscious about it like very early because i remember when um like oh he's so chunky and cute and you'd be like don't call him that <laughs> and i was like yeah. i think i'm so self-conscious about it too no but it's real i i also wonder like i wouldn't have thought of like big versus tall because i also wonder like what we're what we're putting on these words you yeah. know what i mean Facts. it's probably yeah. personal more than i mean, what it but I mean, I mean it's real though yeah. but i never thought about it like calling like a baby like chunk because they're supposed to be you know right. what I mean? like you're supposed right. to have roles and be you know what right. i mean so like i never really thought about like the other side of like how that might be perceived yeah. um That's until you brought point. it to my I think attention. it's also when you go to all because you're going to doctor visits like every couple months with them and they're checking their weight based on like when they were first born oh, and this percentile like percent- and, yeah and all that stuff yeah. too so you're like well he's gaining too much weight or he's not getting enough weight so i think as a new first-time mom, you're just kind of like, yeah, like no, on definitely. edge on about everything. So when someone's like, 
obviously I knew you didn't mean to call the baby fat. But I'm like, don't you call my baby fat? No, you know but, I mean? like, no but it's real. No, I, I mean, will be that the, And the only way, because people aren't thinking about it the way that you are. So yeah. the only way to protect that space and to preserve that and to honor that is to bring it to people's well, attention. I think yeah. to your point, it's also about what we perceive as like what we put behind these words. Because yeah. when I see, a, am going to say a cute little chunky baby, it makes me happy because I want them to also feel comfortable in that. Like, because some babies mm-hmm. never grow out of being chunky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you don't grow out of being chunky, you need to be comfortable with knowing that you being this way is okay. Is, is absolutely fine. Yeah. Yeah, like you're beautiful and you are cute, just like every other baby. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, I guess, and I totally agree with that, but like, do we have to point out that part of it? Can't you just be beautiful without being? Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. It's, it's, the thing that makes me think about, so I, I have a family member who I remember um, dealing with their daughter and feeling the pressures early on to manage her weight. And I just remember being like, dang, like this is, you're doing a, a lot. And this child is clearly, I mean, a lot of our food right now is very sweet, very salty. Like there are very are a lot of extremes and your right. child very much is attracted to this, but you are putting so much weight on this and she doesn't even understand why. Like right. your, your, your concerns, and I understand your concerns because of the perception that the rest of the world has on this yeah. can affect this person later on in life. So I understand right. why you have concerns about it, but it's like you have to manage and watch not only what you are allowing in your daughter's, you know, space, but also make sure that the people, to Carol's point, aren't treating her any differently either. Like, if you're putting so much, I remember just remember being like, ooh, this is, this child is like trying to sneak snacks with us mm-hmm. because you are so against her having X, Y, and Z. And she was pretty young at the time. I remember right. it happening. And I remember not wanting to say, oh, you're doing horrible as a parent but it's just one of these things of like everything that we do has an effect on your child as much as you're trying to do right by her to make sure she doesn't have to suffer other people's opinions later in life she's Mm -hmm. still dealing with your opinions early in life and it's so hard to balance it's such a hard balance so i like felt bad like i didn't want to i'm not going to tell somebody how to parent their child but i was just like oh i feel so bad because like i know that there's that there's that weight you have to try to how do you balance it? Yeah. But also, I want to just... Oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, what type, like, what level of responsibility do we have as a people that, like, because I understand your part. Like, obviously, like, parenting is very, is a sensitive yeah. thing, right? And you don't want to tell, like, it's, like you said, you don't want to tell they're doing a bad job, but also that line of, like, protecting the baby. Yeah. Whereas, like, the parent might not understand or not realize that what they're doing could be damaging. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you as an outsider can understand it. So, like, when do you step in? Right. But can I give another example that yeah. makes this tough? So like my twin nieces are vegan. Mm-hmm. And so like with a lot of people that are meat eating are not you know, necessarily yeah. supportive of that inherently. And so what that turns into when they're visiting other people's houses or what right. they're allowed to do based on you're in my house this weekend and things like that it definitely varies because not all people have the same perception on the effects of meat on the body. And so does that make you a bad parent or does that make you an informed person trying to raise kids that are, you know what I mean? And and the the veganism was the parent's choice, not the kid's choice. Right. But I mean, they're also very young. Like they're not, 
like they're her, she has an older daughter and um she raised her the same way and it's like once you're out of my house you obviously can eat whatever right. you want right. but while you're living with me like we don't eat meat in our house right. well living with me like so when they go somewhere like, like for example like your nieces were just at your parents house did they stay with this vegan lifestyle while they yeah were? they oh, did okay. i have all the leftovers of the um non-meat things that they were making oh, your for mom's them like, every get this night. out of my house <laughs> Love that, but I also know, like, um, my best friend was raised without like red meat, and so to this day she still doesn't eat red meat. And I know that it's had for her. She's just like, I don't miss it. I don't have a desire for it. Mm-hmm. So it's these things. But I also have another friend who was raised partially vegan or vegan, and she had has the exact opposite. But I also think that there's some other things that mm-hmm. we're dealing with, like family issues about weight and everything else. Mm, right. So it's like. Trying to find that right balance is yeah, hard. hard. And it's also, you know, your parents or those around you dealing with their own weight issues. Yeah. How do they talk to you? How do they, you know, there's pressures about weight. Because this society, I mean, they're saying three. So I guess yeah. you are more aware of what people are saying, even if they aren't even saying it directly to you or how they're perceiving, I don't know, Beyonce versus how they right. may be perceiving Lizzo, um, Lizzo right? Well, yeah. I think also it goes into what you can handle as an individual. Like, we can all eat the same meal and you may digest it differently than I do and mm-hmm. all the way around. Right. So like even in my own personal family, y'all know we eat, I guess what we like to do. I like it. We like to cook. We like to eat. And the food is fine. Mm-hmm. I all mean, the time. It's, it's pretty tasty. So one of my family members, again, knowledge is power, right? Because they're learning things. They know things that work for them. Like they don't eat pork anymore. And I'm just like, bacon's different. Bacon's not, bacon's not pork. <laughs> I agree. As a non-pork eater, I agree. (laughs) But they also know that they can't like if I if I make fried pork chops, they're not eating that meal because they know what that does like for them. Like it just doesn't make them feel good. Yeah. Versus if I make grilled chicken or something of that nature, another family member will not eat beef. Like they don't like it. They won't eat it, and that's fine because maybe. They tearing up a pork chop. I mean, it really also again, it's knowledge, knowing what works. Not only just understanding the impacts of these foods that we're taking in, but also knowing how it works with your body and metabolism. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But I also like want to bring into the conversation what health is and looks like Mm -hmm. in these conversations, because that's the people, the people's favorite crutch when they're talking about weight is like, oh, I just want you to be healthy. I just want you to be happy. I just want you to. But it's like, I really, I also really had to unlearn like how weight doesn't affect a lot of shit that happens <laughs> and because that is used as such a crutch i really had to unlearn like you can be yep any weight and still dealing with the same things you know right. what i mean yeah and so like even to what you were saying about like the doctor being like oh he's underweight or he's above weight or and all of that is like so much of like why are we still using the bmi like index yes. like why why yeah. is that still a thing i've been overweight since i was I don't know. Never not 14. Been yeah. yeah. So like it just is like in terms of like what that means internally for my health and how I'm like my actual well-being, it has very minimum to in correspondence, you know, right. in correlation. Spe- speaking yeah. from personal experience and never again that scale thing, I I've never fallen into that. Even from childhood, I've always been overweight, if you will. And even up until what, into my 20s, I've been heavy 
And doctors were baffled at the fact that I didn't have any health issues per se, like blood, high blood pressure, right. sugar issues. Like that's never been a challenge the for diabeticals. me. If anything, my yeah. weight just made me feel uncomfortable in society because society mm-hmm. doesn't, isn't made for people mm-hmm. who are overweight. Like if you are not a comfortable 175, then it's just not made for you. Okay, fine. So I know I made a decision to have weight loss surgery, lost a significant amount of weight, and it made me feel comfortable in society's terms, but I was healthiest at my biggest Mm. than I am even today. Like I have different challenges that have come with it, Mm. like back issues, you know, things like that. It's just, and doctors are like, well, you know, it could be like, that's every doctor's go-to is your weight. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's a bunch of BS. Like, I just, I can't really subscribe to it and even still have challenges with it. But, you know. Is that because we're like a visual society? Yes. Because it's very interesting to me that I understand being a doctor is a practice. So, like, every person is not the same. Right. right? So, when we're talking about weight in general, I can understand as a doctor being like, okay, on average, somebody who is larger may have these health issues. Right. But when did it become such a forward? And I don't, and I, wait, I also have to take a step back. I also know that we have become a more sedentary society. Yes. And that. Especially post pandemic. Right. That's something. <laughs> and our food has been, in our country especially, but I'm sure in others, has been easier to ex- access. So. We are talking about a lot of food that's sweet, salty. We're not moving as much. And so I can understand visually, perceptively being like, oh, on average, before we used to see people, if they were this big and visual, that they may not be healthy. But I, you would, I don't know if like, the doctors are lagging in understanding that health isn't always visual. Like I understand that you, on average, might, but you still need to assess the person before right. making these decisions. Or has this been something that, I think, it's, I think it's, it's beauty standards too. Like, yeah. um, like what in the 1800s, the larger you were, the more money you had, like your social status mm-hmm. is higher. And then at some point, like what in the twenties, I was reading something like Marilyn Monroe was considered plus size, but she really was like a size eight. Kim or, Kardashian can consider her dress. Yeah. Like a size six or something, right. because um, I think we talked about like vanity sizing and all that stuff too. Like mm-hmm. how things have changed. So I think a little bit of that is like, as beauty standards change, I think people change what, body mm. types because even like right now bbl bodies are in so like the big butt big boobs small waist which mm-hmm. is most people don't obtain this naturally right. but for whatever reason like that's the, the beauty thing. standard right now but in when we were in high school well i know at least in northern virginia the ideal body was like a size four size mm-hmm. two like i actually just saw a like a tiktok video that was talking about how the ideal body type has changed in each decade and it was very illuminating it was very interesting but yeah when we were in high school it was like being like yeah skinny like not in like maybe big boobs were like a thing too like it's like white people love big boobs like i don't know <laughs> how else to say that mm. uh, at least white men in particular like i feel mm-hmm. like that's their Just, yeah. yeah so like i think the girls in high school that had big boobs were like that's one thing but almost all of them were like starving themselves to be a size two or a size right. four. Like the midriff thing. thing was... Yeah, like... In like, those low-rise jeans. Yes. Couldn't have no ass doing that. No. No <laughs> Not one at all. Yeah, Not even one to, like, cheek. Back up just a little bit, because I was thinking, too, when we were talking about this in, like, cartoons, for example. Uh, like, um, now I'm watching way more cartoons. Like, I'm watching Hey Arnold. 
um, and I'm making him do throwbacks. So, um, like that. Dang, good. I can't even remember like the, the boys, but the bully Harold, Harold, oh, yeah, yeah, is like big. big. His tummy is out. Like his shirt don't fit. I don't know why they couldn't get him a shirt that fit, but like <laughs> he got a little midriff showing, crop top, and some shorts. But he's a bully. But like they never really address why he's a bully or like why he's mm. mean. No one's really mean to him. Which is usually yeah. time it's like, yeah. I feel like bullies are usually like developed because they were mean. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they were picked yeah. on. So like, there's like a defense mechanism. What you're saying, I'm going to be a counterpart though, because Helga is also a really big bully and Ooh, she's skinny geez. and they t- tell you why. True. But I feel like Harold, why can't we get Harold's backstory? I want to know why he yeah. mad. Yeah. All right. Mm. That's a good point. Something else I was watching too, I was just like, dang, all the mean people are bigger. Mm. I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like it either. Because <laughs> I'm nice sometimes. Man, we were just talking in the car about how you were a bully in high school. I mean, that's why I said sometimes, <laughs> not all the time. To certain people during certain times of the day, catch her on the right day. Just, just don't try me. And then we cool. Lord Jesus. Like, it's as simple as that. Yeah, Lord I just, I just want to bring it back story. that these kids are being, it's ingrained in kids, oh, yeah, even in their sure. cartoons, yeah. that bigger is bad. Yeah. But I also like, want to get back to the doctor conversation because I don't know what that's I, I sometimes I feel like it's like the lowest hanging fruit of like yes. what could potentially be wrong because if it if weight was leading to every sickness no skinny people would be in the hospital right. so, but also sorry I just want to say really quickly they say that but then because Sam didn't say they've never been like you should try this weight like this like eating plan like I've never well, been told to change my diet okay, besides stop oh, eating sweets and carbs but no I one's have. ever giving me like a good Okay, listen. Sustainable. I have, yeah. but the difference is, is that doctors don't have to be trained in nutrition, which no. is mind blowing. Yeah. And so I think that that's part of like the core of like what causes this friction between people who have different eating habits, like being vegan, like not eating certain foods, because there is like an acknowledgement that all of what we eat takes an effect on our internal organs and insides. But right. doctors are not the people that are reporting that because they're not educated in nutrition. And so, like, when we see things that are, like, these stories about, um, like, what the health and all these things that have happened on Netflix and we're talking about how, like, organic foods are really good for us because of all the things that they're putting in these GMO foods and the preservatives right. and all that stuff, like, it falls on deaf ears. You sound like you're a conspiracy theorist because you're informed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, while all things are not created equal and I'm, like, I, I eat what I want. So, like. Part. you can be informed and have cognitive dissonance too <laughs> like, right. but i just feel like there is definitely that discord when it comes to getting educated on your health and going to a doctor and expecting them to have all the answers when they are not even educated on one of the easiest ways to right. sort out a lot of health issues also it's not to their benefit for us to be healthier either right now as somebody who went through a different type of uh medical school who is paying for those books is all of the Texas instruments pharma. and big pharma and big pharma. And so, and they're not only thing they are teaching is how to assess if there's a problem and what to give when there's a problem. There has never been. So that's why you hear about like measures. Yeah. There's most, uh, the schools, I mean, they're being paid for by big pharma. So there's that, but then you also have to think about where doctors are only being taught to assess what is the issue, not to ha- not to, how to prevent it. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of people are doing like holistic medicines and going to holistic doctors, which is not a Western 
type of thinking. It's just, it's not right. what you do. And now you're weird. Right. Like getting an acupuncture. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but- Kevin Gates. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know. 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 I don't it's just for you. It's okay. not for us. No, right. just to be clear. No. Okay. Right. That part. I will say though, I think like I can remember going back to what this initially started off with, with, with our age and individuals um, informing us about our weight and how to counteract our, our, our weight with what we ate. Like I remember my mom like didn't let us eat red meat for a good amount of time. And the conversation wasn't about how this will keep you healthy and you may not have any heart disease or whatever red meat does for you, which I don't, I don't claim to know all the information regarding it. And I don't think my mom did at the time. The biggest thing she was saying was, you know, I want to keep you healthy one, which I don't, I think that was an all encompassing thing, but also Mm -hmm. I want you to stay small. Like I can remember Mm -hmm. there's a story about my grandmother that is absolutely hilarious, but if you don't have context, you won't understand. Long story short, when my uncle um, and his wife came into her house, the first thing my grandmother noted was how big they had gotten. Right. And her first thing <laughs> oh, was like, why oh, is that doing that? But they they do. people. Every single time. Yes. Caribbean too. So she was like, you guys are so big. You're so big. And then like, wow. And, but I know that that then coming down to my mom who right. has, I can remember my father saying and like, there's there are broader circle of friends that his wife and another friend of theirs and one other were like the smallest women in the room. And then my mom, you know, and him having a back and forth conversation, but that's very important to her. So I know that that transcribed into how she fed us, how she talked to us about our weight to this mm. day is a conversation. Cause we, we have been smaller. <laughs> we have been bigger. Mm-hmm. And now we're somewhere in between. Yeah. But it's always like a constant conversation because of the way in which I think she was raised. And so right. it's hard for me to even think about like, I know I could be eating better. I know I could be exercising. Am I doing any of those things right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm enjoying myself. Right. I'm happy. Right. I am happy. But I have been smaller. Y'all have seen me smaller. Y'all have probably seen me bigger. It has been my own personal journey of figuring out like how to unlearn and unthink about it on a constant basis. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like not waking up, looking in the mirror and being like, dang, you used to be smaller. I am 40, almost about to be 42 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. This way it was waiting the way that it was waiting before. And that's just life. Can yeah. I be smaller? Yes. Can I? Is it harder to get it off? Yes. yes. Yeah. But at the same time, I have to, you know, my, for me, I'm having to be like, if you're worried about your health, be worried about your health outside of your weight. Looks, and I think that's yeah, something yeah. that what they're trying to say here. Wow, that's a bar. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. That's what I'd be thinking about. Trust me, it was not, <laughs> was not overnight. But I think that that's what they're trying to get. The point that they're trying to make in this article that we talk about is it shouldn't be about weight. It really ought to be about health. But how do you learn these things? How do you grow in these ways? How do you counteract what you're seeing every day? How do you counteract what you're talking about with family members every day? Like, it's just... Your relationship with food. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Figuring out that intersection between, like, 
being happy with where you are and being healthy is like is really hard to find because it can be like when i'm like really on it like when i'm at my healthiest i am constantly thinking about it like it's it's every decision point it's every it's that consistency it's like it's not an ambient decision you know what i mean it it is very intentional and that's not sustainable like i'm when i'm doing that it's for like an event for a thing it's not like it's Tuesday. All right. This is what I got to do. And so like when people talk about that and they're like, oh, like, you know, you don't want to be motivated. You want to be consistent. And I'm like, OK, but how does that look <laughs> like, like? This is also like every person that I hear say it is like, well, this is what you get paid on Instagram to do, though. Yeah. Right. So like when this is not what um, your nine to five is, then what does your consistency right. look like? What yeah. does that health look like for you? Right. You know what I mean? And so right. I feel like that's what is like needed. Just like an example of like what healthy habits look like when it's not taking up 90% of your brain space. Can we also get into, I don't remember if we shared it in this group, but let's also talk about where we are at in this country and how much it costs for food. I was just sending, I just posted on my IG story. This will probably be a couple weeks later, but nonetheless, uh, talking about how like free food programs are going to stop in the schools. I was watching, there was a post a while ago and I think I saved it, but a young lady moved to Thailand and she said it was the easiest she'd ever had to worry about food in her whole entire life. Mm-hmm. She felt like when she was in the United States, she had to constantly think about where she was going to get food, how she was going to afford to get the food, um, you know, what that food was going to look like, whether or not it was going to be healthy, not going to be healthy. So then you're going to talk about all of that. And then I, I cannot maybe, maybe can or cannot afford to eat healthy in the first place. And then you're going to talk about my weight. Like, I, yeah. P- Pick a stroke. I also yeah, saw one lot. that was like that in Thailand. She was like, it used to cost me three dollars to eat three three meals a day. And I was eating out for every single meal. I didn't cook for two years. And now that I'm back in America, I have to go get the food, cook the food, clean up the food, think about what I'm gonna make next for the food. Like it's everything is like is it, it's costing me ten times more and it's taking up fifty percent more of my time right. in order to create it. It's not even like it's cheaper because I'm making it. No, no, it's still significantly more expensive. <laughs> and I'm not even like so much of my time in like mental spaces is being taken up to like make sure that we're eating. Right. Very exhausting. I mean, to that point, like outside of it being exhausting, it's just so this is how I think about it. Like you said, you have to go get the food, cook the food, all these things. I don't know about y'all. When I go grocery shopping, I'm grabbing food on the way home. I'm tired. Because by the time I get finished shopping for the food and mentally thinking about, okay, I, I'm going to cook this on this day, this on this day. This person doesn't eat that. So now I got to do the, like all of those different things. Get the food, take the food home, put the food away. I don't want to cook nothing. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like being the cook and you cook all the food. Like now I don't even want to eat the food that I cook yep. because I just got finished cooking food. Listen, yeah, or that, it's that's like, the smartest decision you can make in my book. Yeah. Or <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but like sometimes I end up eating the same, exact same things every week because I know it's easy. Like it's, I know yeah, I can just do this really, really quickly. It looks like. It's like muscle memory. I can just make tacos really quick. Like yep. I can just do that really quickly. We're chicken and some, we we literally eat tacos once a week because it's the easiest thing to. Cook. <laughs> I don't have to think the about way Patrick it. Patrick is like, we are not Mexican. <laughs> yes, why we are. are we eating tacos yes. so much? We're, We're adjacent. Not. We're Mexican We're adjacent. Not. We're Mexican adjacent. Okay. Listen, look, I know somebody. <laughs> We're something that tacos. can be. We're all um, have different flavors every week when I make it, and it takes as little time. Then we can talk. Until yeah. then, you can have chicken tacos, tacos shrimp tacos, fish tacos. You can make fajitas. You can make tacos. You can make a quesadilla. You can make taco salad. You can make nachos. You can make a breakfast All burrito. With the same I stuff. feel like yeah. some gunk with shrimp. Like we just listed <laughs> these like ten or fifteen. Options. Options. It yeah, is no, important. I'm, I'm on the same page as y'all. 
But back yeah. to what you were saying about like people saying it's a lifestyle change, not like a. Um, I always want to punt those people in the face. Well, I, I just so I follow this lady. Um, her name, her brand is called Grow with Joe. She has like a lot of free workout videos online. She has an app, all that kind of stuff. And she recently just posted about how mentally she wasn't in a good space. So she gained. Oh no, she was gaining weight to um, bulk. Mm-hmm. And then she was gonna like um, tone, start lifting, yeah. Um, and so, but when she was doing that, her mental health was off because she's used to being a certain size. So mm. like it. Her body mm. changing affected her mental health because she's not used <laughs> wow. to being that large. And so then she started gaining more weight because now her mental <sighs> health is off. Mm-hmm. And so right. then she did a video about how like she's had to, you know, change things up and she's lost weight and toned. But she was just like, she, it, it's a lot of things are affected yeah. when our weight is, at least for, I can only speak for women because I'm a woman. Right. But like our, when our weight is off, a lot of things change. Like I remember when I got pregnant, I was really stressed about losing the weight because I remember before I even thought about having children, this woman that I worked with was like, if you don't lose your baby weight in three months, you're lazy. Oh. And I was just like, so in my head, subconsciously. Was she a single mom? No. And her husband's rich. Okay. Man. So, which, a, which I understand. Just take a seat. Yes, a seat. exactly. So I know like your Sad. level of life is very different than a lot of people's. You have a lot of luxuries that a lot of people don't have. But right. I'm just like, but in my mind, I'm like, okay, I, I got to lose the weight in three months or I'm lazy. But at the same time, I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. I have a newborn. I'm trying to go back to work. Right. Like, there's a lot of things happening a that lot. affect. And it's real. And same thing. I'm not an old mom, but I'm in my 30s. Like, it's harder to lose weight. I didn't believe people when they told me when I was in college, they're like, you're not going to be able to eat French fries and cook out like you're doing now. Like, it's going to change when you hit 30. I was like, ma'am, <laughs> not me. <laughs> now I'm 30. I'm like, God dang. Pose <laughs> was right. right. It's like, it is hard to lose weight when you're 30. Like I, you're things are different when you hit 30, so it's right. just harder. But for me, when I like when I the more weight I gain, the, my mental health is like, pew, it's like it's, in the toilet. Yeah. It's also interesting because um because of my brand, I I follow a lot of like bikini competitors or like people that are like heavily in the fitness space, mm-hmm. and so a lot of times when they're cutting, they'll be talking about like you know, they'll share like what they're eating so that when they're on stage that they are like the most strapped, like yoked, like you they've ever been. And they'll be like really proud, like in the moment. And a lot of times, like when they're no longer competing, like a year or two after, they'll talk about their mental health in that space when they were like really, really on it. And they'll talk about how they had eating disorders, how they were like obsessive compulsive about things, how they had like really poor relationships with food. Because everything is like a number. Like when you're talking, when you're thinking about like, well, I'm going to eat rice or I'm going to eat salad or I'm going to eat chicken or I'm going to eat this burger. Like all of it is like the macronutrients that are going into this and what I can eat or what I have left in my calorie count for the day. Like how much did I work out? Okay, that means I can eat this or and things of that nature. And it is like, I almost don't like I how people are like when you just change like a couple of aspects of your eating and then that's how you like lose weight or that's how you change your weight. It is really hard for me to perceive because even like for me, when I'm trying to like lose weight, I have to count macros. Mm. Like I don't, until I like can really like put how much of this and how much of this equals how many calories equals how many proteins. Like it's really hard for me to know. You know what I mean? Until then, like I'm guessing and I'm like, is that having a healthy relationship with food? Is it just like Mm -mm. creating the framework so that I can then like have a a better understanding of like what a handful of nuts is. You know what I mean? Okay. So all that to say that, I don't know. I just like how to create that healthy relationship with food when you are trying to like lose weight. And, you know, we see all of these people in the media that are, oh, I'm size two or I'm size one, or I lost a ton of weight in order to wear this dress for this event. And like what that does to your mental in terms of what, 
like being healthy or losing weight sustainably looks like is kind of lost. Yeah. Uh I'm okay. So, I mean, if we're talking about media, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm trying to figure out how I want to say that in addition to that. But so for me, media, you know, the, the local, you know, I'm fluffy. I like being fluffy. It's fine. So don't nobody send no messages about, oh, it's okay. No, I'm, I'm you're so brave. <laughs> That's my favorite. Right, you're so brave or, you know, I love you so much because you're just so, I, I don't know. There's lots of things that you can say, but with, with media, I feel like when you're subconscious about certain things that you post, right. I know like a lot of members of my family, when we take pictures, like, uh-uh, uh-uh, mm-mm, don't do that. Make sure you, um, we don't want full body picture. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you catch a full body, it's very abnormal. Or it's like, if you had, first of all, if you don't have the arm wing and you're trying to cook some mac and cheese, don't try me. Don't, don't <laughs> at me. Gotta have this. You gotta, gotta be have able it. to it fly is. in the kitchen right. in they order do. for Not the mac and cheese. fly in the kitchen. Yeah, you gotta be able to. That's across all. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese, yeah. my tacos, the way my, my, my Italian food. Like, I have to say, she's there. challenging you. No, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, we ain't doing it. Mm-mm. Listen, no. I, I, I think that there should be a cook-off. I mean, oh. I'm down for the cook. Oh. Look, I can bring some. Sounds like a cook-off. It's spicy to me. Yeah. Oh, nice. The next podcast is at uh, someone's house. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, and that's fine. But anyway, um, I feel like when you are heavier... You are way more subconscious or way more conscious about what you post so that you don't get those comments mm. so that people don't like. So they won't put on their projections, p- projections about yeah. how they feel about like some people are like, mm, hey, queen, like I know I follow a lot of plus size people just because I need the mental boost a lot of times. Mm. Like I just I need for someone to tell me it's OK for me to be me Fair. versus following someone who is a size zero who's working out all the time because that's just not my life right now. That's real. Um, Do mine. So, I mean, that might be how my algorithm is set. But, I mean, even then, like, sometimes I don't feel like dressing because I just be tired. I got shit going on. But I follow plus size models. And I'm just like, that is a banging ass outfit. Like, that is cute. Like, I wouldn't have thought to put that together. But it's also my also preconceived notions of what is okay, even by having yeah. even people close to you, like your family, like, mm, you see what she wear? And I'm like, well, what's wrong with it? Well, her body is out. You know what this also and... presents to me? What my question always is about this stuff is like, so if I never lose weight, am I never allowed to wear that? Like, is that right. is that the other end of the spectrum? Right. Like, I can never wear the clothes that I like inherently. Right. Because I don't have the body for it, according to you. you. Yeah. Like, people really do think like that. And I'm just like, like, and I grew up thinking that, well, thinking that way. But then as you grow, again, knowledge is power. When you learn things for yourself, you're just like. I don't see what's wrong with it. If that person feels comfortable in what they got on, yeah. let them post whatever they're going to post because they're inspiring somebody, me, to do yeah. what they want and wear what they want, how how they want. Like, I got real thick thighs, but there's people that like real thick thighs. I mean, you know. Yeah. Am I? Oh. Are you no, 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 no. Not, not, not your hand. Not your hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
need to add it on. I'm that person. <laughs> uh, I was about to make the most inappropriate joke. Do it. Do Please, it. Do 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 I was just about to say, not sigh like an earmuffs. <laughs> yes. Yes. Not with that smile. I like that we pause so I can, we can cut it out if we choose to. <laughs> no, it, just, it was that light bulb for me. It was like, what? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and moments when it shut out the world. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I have no shame. I enjoy a nice thought just lay on. I mean, they say less. It's, it's a thing. It's I mean, I know everybody here is not able to understand, <laughs> but a soft thigh is my thing. It's just, it's my thing. I love it. I love it. And I will also say, too, it's so interesting in this conversation that um, as you were talking, it made me think about, um, I, I don't have a type. Like, I, have I ain't got no type. None. I do have like a type. Is the only thing. Okay, I was going to do it. I was going to figure out how to remix it effectively. But it made me think about the trajectory of, like, I have been on all spectrums of dating individuals all spectrums and sizes but it was so interesting to me when you were talking because i was like oh but i've never like i've had to contend with my own way of me being me and my own size and whether or not that was attractive to other people Mm -hmm. right i didn't mind who i dated right but i often wondered if i was going to attract all types of people because some people are very much like oh i remember one person i dated was like oh i've never dated anyone who was bigger than me and at that time i probably was my small oh jesus right oh what you talking about you yes is this a compliment why didn't you tell us because i would have bought her why she's so that's that's the best part of having a friend that's a lesbian because i can fight your significant others hello (laughs) 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 um but yeah so like Contending with as I was gaining weight and being and not being sure how to approach all types of individuals, especially individuals who may have been smaller than me, having had someone be like, oh, you're the first person who I've dated. And I didn't think about it being until you were talking. I didn't think about it being something that I had actually been thinking about. And I don't know if you guys have dealt with this as well. Like, have you approached different people? Based on where you were mentally on the Ooh. size that you oh, were. Oh, like you date your self esteem? Yeah. Oh, mm. that's good. Because I never, I literally no, never my self esteem is consistent. No, I have a type I like in me all thick. Well, now I have a type. But my, so I will say that I have, that seems again, I have dated the spectrum, but I have not, as I've gotten bigger, and it wasn't until you mentioned that, then I was like, oh, I think that that's what I'm doing right now. Like I'm, dating and not even approaching smaller women because I don't I think that that has messed with me mentally and I didn't even think about that being a thing until I'm just oh, like oh interesting. like that might really be why I am again I I love a thick thigh like love. that is my jam and a little bit of booty uh <laughs> <laughs> no matter that either but uh and in in retrospect I was thinking and I, and then honestly I will also say uh I've dated skinny women. I don't mind skinny women either, but I do. I mean, you got a little meat. That's that's my thing. But it was just like interesting. I was like, oh, am I doing this because I am bigger now? Oh, and am yeah. I not 
approaching people who may have had that same reaction as that person before. That's what you made me think about. And I'm like, it may be. And I'm not saying I'm later on this week. Well, we'll be unpacked that. Yes. Because I was just like, dang, that's, I didn't even think about that. But that may be. That's really interesting to think about. I wonder if that's because you like women. Because I'm thinking for me, Mm, it it doesn't have, like, what I'm attracted to has never changed. Based on where based you on were. where I was, but like me going out, me what I had on, me being more social has changed. changed. I mean, oh. as I mentioned it, it does track for me because me, I like granted, my man is not as tall as the next average height, but I've always been attracted to a bigger husky man. Like I need when I look at you, I'm like, oh, he can scoop it. Like, you know. Whatever you know, what I'm saying like that. <laughs> that's, that's what I. That's what I'm thinking about in my mind. Like, but then I mean, but I've also dated someone who was skinny and tiny. I'm just like, oh, I feel like I'm about to break. Yeah. See, oh. and see, I think that that's the thing too. Is that like I? I'm trying to think of a time that I ever gave a skinny guy a chance. I think I was in middle school. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't count. exactly. So that's what I'm talking about. I just feel like I just remember distinctly one time in like college, someone who was like really skinny was like, you know, his friends were like, "Oh, he likes you," or like, "You blah blah," and I was just like, oh. <laughs> "That's cute." <laughs> like, that's cute, huh? Yeah, you could probably. You know that challenge of like right now of like um, wives trying to uh, pick their husbands up and put them on the counter. The way I could have done it with one arm, like, sir, you know, oh. I, that's that's oh. never been. I just oh. I don't know if I feel like. I'm putting my leg on your leg, and in five minutes, you're gonna be like, All right, you got this. You, your leg is too right. heavy. Like, we, we have a problem. Yeah. Like, we can't do that. Yes. So, yeah. I, huh. I do. Um, when you were talking, I was like, Oh, but I've never really acknowledged that it has to do with my oh, own weight. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think it does. It that's, does. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's, I, that's, yeah. Yeah. I, I was, yeah. Never mind. I'm not. <laughs> no, say it. Say no, it. I was say, when I was younger, I didn't really have a type. So, like, I would date anyone that, like, we vibed. Yeah. So like I didn't really care what you looked like as much. Like as long as we vibed, it was fine. As I got older, I would say probably in my twenties. Yeah, I was just kind of like I would like a certain girth. Not ooh, not girth. <laughs> not what I meant. Oh. <laughs> you said what you said. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I mean. What do you mean? I was, with? I meant his body type, mm-hmm. not his dick set type. Just, set your standard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we can move. Set on. your standard. <laughs> it's not what I meant. Okay, so with the media, I think we got off course. Sorry, yeah, just, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, it just sorry. made me think about. Uh, so back, back to media. To your point about posting, I mean, yeah. I didn't even think about how we are right now. I gotta have a little, gotta have a little blouse because <laughs> there's something under here. You're not a blouse. Um, well, when I think of media. I was thinking of like TV, not social media. Oh, we can talk about both. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I, I mean, was thinking. Uh, our, well, yeah, they say the TV media. adds ten pounds. Well, I was thinking too, like, like in terms of, um, like, ty- like the Tyra Banks thing. Okay. Just okay. recently, yeah. so Tyra Banks actually is notoriously like been. She's a she's a, known as a supermodel, which is she was very tall, very skinny. I guess even then she was I guess thicker yeah. for supermodels. She's right. never been Chesty. like, yeah, um, right. Yeah, she's like a big boob, but I also feel like I don't know if she's ever been like skin like their version of. Because you know, back in the day, it was like, yeah, you need to be a very, very specific size to be like a runway model. Right. And I think she kind of broke that mold a little bit Mm -hmm. because of her body type. Right. Um, And so 
And I also remember when she had her TV show, she had gained weight. Um, but anyways, a girl that used to be on America's Top Model just tweeted like, oh, remember when you tried to body shame me because when I was a size two. But she tweeted it using a picture of Tyra crossing the street. That- and Tyra's bigger yeah. than she, like, than she has been in yeah. the past. So it's like you're body shaming her because she body shamed. And yeah. also, it wasn't even Tyra that body shamed her. It was like one of the other judges. So it's like Jay you're also, yeah, you're also tagging the wrong person. But whatever, like you felt body shamed. Like you were hurt. So now you're hurting, hurting someone hurting. else. Yeah. yeah. Speak on it. You that know, they're saying hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but that reminds me of like how people portray Lizzo, for example, versus mm-hmm. like Megan Thee Stallion. I feel like they're both probably like the most... They're both really popular right now, and they both like to dress provocatively and twerk everywhere. Yep, and show their bodies. And show their bodies. Yeah, yeah. Lizzo's pro- and Lizzo, Lizzo is a bigger woman who likes to wear revealing clothing um, and twerk with her booty in the camera all the time. Yep. Yes. But she's probably her and um, Megan are probably doing the exact same things, but Lizzo's yep. getting way more flack right than mm-hmm. Megan because is of where because we of are in society with our weight. And the perception of weight and what that means about you. Like, I feel like people are like, putting on, like, that you're either, like, lazy or you don't care about your health or you're mm-hmm. out here just trying to uh, get a man or, like, trying, you know, trying to make people want you because you're, you're not desirable or not whatever everyone else is saying is the trend for whatever it is right now. Right. But... Going back to like where we are in media, like I like in complete contrast to both of these women, whenever I see a show where the the main woman is a white woman for the most part, they are so skinny, it like scares me. Like I honestly am like watching these women, I'm like, if something blows on you, you're going to fall over. Like they're super, super skinny. And I never I don't know if it's because of watching Lizzo and because of watching Meg and how we're in this trend of BBLs and that being the complete contrast of what has been mainstream for so long, which has been a white woman who has been like a size zero or two or whatever. I don't even know what those sizes look like, but I'm just saying like so small and wafty, like those are complete contrasts of what we're seeing right now. Like social media and music industry is completely different than what we're seeing with mainstream TV and to me, it's scary to watch and see these white women who I'm like, you're a little, like, I remember like, is it the woman from Abby McAllenville or whatever? Like, like she's so tiny. Wow, what a throwback. I know, but I'm just saying, like, in, because I honestly, I don't watch too many shows now that have a lead white I think, woman, let's just be honest. Oh, I know, the girl from Emily in Paris, right? Is that the, the oh, show? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's super wafty. Like, Wafty, wafty. And I was like, when you say wafty, what does that mean? Like, she wispy? Like, she's small? (laughs) We need a GTS. (laughs) She just really, like, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing to her. She's little. She's petite and skinny. Yes. She's like a little. Yeah, she's like a little, little person in all respects. I feel like. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, from. uh, If anybody watches the show where there's uh, the, 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 the three women are like robbing banks or whatever. Oh, oh, good girls. Good girls. The one main character has a really big chest. And I was like, oh my God, her chest is so big. But I loved seeing. That's what you noticed? That her titties were big. <laughs> but she's also very, she's hippie. But yeah, she's also not skinny. Like, she's not she's tiny. Skinny. Yeah. So, like, but they, they, but she different. has. Yeah, but I feel like that is like 
it's also idyllic in a different way. So because yeah, in the, the show that she originated on was Mad Men, and like eighty oh. percent of her character on the show was about men fawning after her because of her body shape. So Didn't like, this, yeah, okay. that's so like, I mean, it's very different in that show for sure. Yeah. But like, that was like a big trope in that show. I think that the biggest, the first example that comes to mind in terms of like wafty. Um, white women on TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> this word wafty white is, women is um, Megan Fox when she was in Transformers oh. and she was supposed to come back in like the third one or something and the director refused to her, they recasted her role because she was so skinny and she like refused to gain weight like the oh. director was like you're too thin like oh, it's scary was, what happened? and she was okay. like no and okay. so um, that aspect is interesting but I also like I feel like I'm part of the problem when it comes to Lizzo and that makes me feel terrible, but I also want to be honest about it. Okay. Like she's so talented that I'm like, is this, does this have to be everything we see? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? And I, and I want to be like, do you feel the way about Megan? I'm about to compare it in a second. Okay. I feel like with two things, not with Megan, because I feel like, I don't want to say that she's not talented. I just feel like that is her Main. mode. Like that is yeah. how she decided she's going to profit. But like, to me, Lizzo is like classically trained. She can play the flute. Like she, because she has more range, it just seems like she doesn't have to be boxed into that, but she's choosing to be, which is an interesting can, choice to me. Can I say that this just include this? Okay. Perhaps she's trolling because I would. I respect that. But I, <laughs> Okay, but I feel like I, ha- I had the same sentiment about Lady Gaga when I realized how talented she was. And mm-hmm. I was like, you don't have to be this weird. Like the gimmick? Yeah, like you don't have to choose. A- like, I understand like a gimmick can uh, help you get in the door mm-hmm. and like help you blow up. But I feel like you don't have that doesn't have to be all we know you for. And I feel like Lady Gaga has definitely made that transition. But I also want to give one more example is I'm nervous about Chloe Bailey doing the same thing. Okay, so mm. my only side point to Lizzo would be I wonder if she tried to do that and it didn't she didn't pop off like was she trying to be the classically chain train flautist and no, doing all that stuff but I'm not saying that like I understand like what a gimmick can do to start your career but like I, to keep but, it yeah but like now Lizzo is Lizzo so like now I'm like but you can show more range even if it, this is something that you keep in your real house because it's something that makes you feel good and you like doing it like I'm not even like saying that Stop doing this. Do something else. Mm-hmm. I should have played the soundbite. Yes. Um, but that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, like, I would like to see more of you in a different light. Right. Got As it. a fan. That's yeah. what I think. Okay. Uh. That's fair. I, I do understand your point about Chloe, too. Like, it seems... for I thoroughly enjoy Chloe Bailey. Me, too. Me too. Um, it does feel... Sometimes it does feel like a lot. I just feel like it doesn't have to be all... Like, I understand... I feel like she's in that Janet moment where she is trying to transition from being like this family brand to being like no i'm grown i'm independent but i also wonder if she's doing it so hard because her sister is being the disney Mm. like little mermaid so like she needs to differentiate herself she has to be the other end of the spectrum but i'm like but that you don't have to box yourself in there either so like to me like i understand that there is a strength in being sexually like owning your sexuality and being like sex forward. I understand that it is a strong moment. I'm not trying to take that away from anybody. All I'm saying is like, it can be another box while you're trying to break out another box. It can put you back in one. If that is all that you're portraying for them in particular, them in particular, I felt different only because I watched grown ish. Right. 
and they have a very different like persona on Grownish. So for me, like that transition oh. for me felt different. Cause I remember seeing them like little. Yeah. And on Grownish, I was like, oh, I, I keep forgetting that they're like adults. Adults now. And yeah. so that like gave me that. So when she transitioned to be a little bit it, a little bit more well, a lot more sexy. And even like when they both were cussing on Instagram, I'm like, oh wow, I keep forgetting you guys aren't like 12. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, oh sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say that I don't feel like Chloe's persona on Grownish is that different from her like Agreed. newfound sexuality. Agreed. That's what I'm saying. That's why it doesn't feel like it. Well, it I feel like it's not like the same as overt. Box. Oh. Yeah. Because I feel like once you broke up with Dougie, I, is that yeah. his name on the show? No. Like it was, <laughs> it was very much the same. This is his real name. Like yeah. I'm having sex with other people. Like I'm on my grown. Like I'm bad. I'm grown. I'm, you know what I mean. And it was yeah. showing like, you know, the caveats to that also. But it was still like to me in this similar okay. mode. I feel you. I feel like it's a. Oh, sorry. You no, got something. Go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say double dutching for a minute. She hasn't. I watch. I watch uh, when they do their Instagram lives sometimes, or when mm-hmm. they used to. And Chloe definitely gives me the spicy sister, like the spicy sister that will cut you smooth out and be yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. And then Haley gives me. I'm going to try to keep the peace and be nice about the situation. Um, and I remember even when they were, I don't even want to call it coming out as adults because <laughs> that's what it felt like. I mean, I'm man. <laughs> right. And Chloe was super sexy and Haley was, I remember right when they announced that she was going to be the little mermaid. And then she posted this video on Instagram of her in a t-shirt and some draws. And I'm like, wow, it, was very respectful looking and she didn't she wasn't out here wild and people were like oh my god i can't believe she's showing her body like that i'm like but she grown though right. like, yeah yeah if she want her cheeks out let her have her cheeks out yeah i think it's that transition from like us having to remember that you're not 12 yeah. anymore right. or you're also playing you're probably playing characters that are way younger, younger than you yeah. actually are in real life yeah. yeah too so it also makes me think of and this might be a maybe a bad example but it makes me think of like fresh prince um, and what I mean is when we grew up watching Fresh Prince, you had Uncle Phil, you had Aunt Viv, like people who just looked very, I'm not going to say they look regular, but they look like what a age normal, appropriate, like an age appropriate okay. normal family looks like. And then you have Fresh Prince now. And I'm just like, like everyone was like, oh, Uncle Phil could get it. And I'm just like, but he's Uncle Phil. You're not supposed no, to think he's about still Uncle fine. Phil. But now like we're that. the same age as Uncle Phil. Right. He's still fine. I mean, well, not quite. I mean, I mean so close. younger than what Uncle Phil would be, but in their forties. In my mind, I mean, yeah, I but also, you get what I mean. It's yeah. not like he's our dad's age. If we're talking about weight and body shaming or body appreciation, I think that this form of media transition is exactly what is our society. Because mm-hmm. you have Uncle Phil, who is an overweight, a regular man. He's overweight. You have Aunt Viv, who. You can tell just lives her life, but maybe she's health con like maybe health conscious. I don't know. I'm making assumptions. No, but then I'm you have doing aerobic classes. Yes. yes. She's a dancer. You know, all these things. They have these children who do what they do, but then you have the new Fresh Prince family. And everybody looked like they working out. Yeah, well, right. too, well right. and even like Hillary. Hillary in the older version, while still cute, and she she was always covered up. Like I don't remember ever seeing Hillary in but it's probably because what was popular, what wasn't. Like, I never remember seeing her in a crop top, but maybe like in like a midi, a mini dress. But Hillary now, I don't think I never saw her stomach. Like, she was in like crop top blazers. Like, True. for, you know, Chanel blazers Which for most so of the episode. so annoying. That friend is so annoying. It is. I hate those crop top blazers. <laughs> but all I'm saying is like, even her, or even when she did that, like the sexy chef or whatever, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and she was cooking in her lingerie, like, we would, 
it might also just back be, in the day would never right oh, I mean, maybe it's like where we are now like where that's normal where you know what i mean like that's yeah. our norm whereas in the 90s 2000s people weren't really dressing like that on tv yeah but i do think it's interesting i feel like in all these shows that we're bringing up like i can't think of like a plus-sized person in these when i'm thinking about grown-ish i'm thinking about fresh prince like what what other like new age shows are there like there's oh, like not a plus size friend yeah like there's not like a plus a size member. motif cast mm-hmm. member main character that i can really pull on right now well only mm-hmm. one i know about is com- comedy based and it's because it's who she is in reality uh the miss pat show and oh. she's larger anyway she's a yeah. larger woman oh. but i don't even she, what show is that bt plus it's really good yeah. oh. second season. Heard, i don't have it's really good it's okay. that's an really, app really right good. i listen to her podcast so Plug in on the podcast, but really, um, nonetheless, you I, gotta log in. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> anyway, so uh, all that to say, I, I think that that's the point, though. Too, um, when we are talking about media, and when we're talking about the differences between media and like the music industry, these individuals that we are questioning with regards to having one way of platform i think it may be also because there is no other outlet that's doing that to your point Tiff. like with regards to no tv shows really having anyone large right so people who have control of their social media who have control of you know what they're putting out yeah. great anatomy that's a good point oh i stopped watching after season like 12 of that show so miranda yeah but she's I oh, mean, Bailey. She's what the world okay. considers plus size, but she's not plus size. Yeah. But she's, she's, not. she's also like 5'2", so yeah. like her, her weight All is I'm relative. All I'm saying is you said you didn't know one, I just gave you one. Okay. It took me a long okay. time to find it. I was thinking of New Age shows. That show's been on since dig. we were in high it's school, so. It's New Age. Is it? It's still like... on. They have new seasons. Yeah. Uh, okay. I just meant like a <laughs> like a show that's come out in the last five years. So like, you know, Insecure, Grownish, Fresh uh, Prince, Insecure Reboot. Insecure has one. Kelly. Kelly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And Kelly B. Kelly B. Kelly. Kelly B. Kelly. She has yes. main character energy. Yes. I've ever yes. seen. Yes. Yeah. But, but the fact that we had to really dig deep into the archives to fig- to find yeah. it, though. Right. And I feel like that yeah. was like a, I feel like that was a part of the formula in the 90s and 2000s, though. Yeah. Also, um, Patrick just came in to save us with Cat from Euphoria. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I love me yeah. some Cat. And that was like a, big, a big piece of the storyline, yes. too. Yes. I uh, love me some Cat. Yeah. That's. She's, my favorite I think character. That's the point, yeah, the point yeah. of the, the of her character in general is is the one thing that we're sitting up here and talking yep. about. That's, yeah, for sure. Thanks, Patrick. Uh, <laughs> that's a really good uh, plug. But I also think that being said, that's a show that's not on like ABC, a main, yeah, yeah, yeah. a main thing. It's not a they're, furry, and they're not. That's not something like all whole family can sit down and watch at all. It's not, but I'm also <laughs> a little. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Her character, while I appreciate the topics they're talking about, like, is that annoying to you guys? That, like, her her being bigger and her storyline has to be around her weight? So I was just yes. wondering the same question in my mind, but I also, I kind of appreciate that we get to see that because yeah. we don't in so many other aspects. Like, okay. Kelly and Insecure, she's bigger, but it's no. not a, a topic of conversation. We're not ever hearing, like, and it's Kelly, so there's probably a reason that we're not <laughs> what she's right. contending with. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I just feel like you know, a lot of effort is done in like, you know, Fresh Prince reboot. All the characters are dark skin. So like there is a conscious effort in some respects where Offended. people want to bring 
Why? Sorry. Just kidding. You don't take this one L. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> where people are trying to bring in these conversations and these motifs and like present these like new constructs to a story, but they're not doing it in other respects. And I I really appreciate Cat's story and in Insecure. It's not, I mean, in Euphoria, it's not annoying to me. It is, I mean, I don't, if you said differently, so you can well, speak to like, if it is, if you don't feel like it resonates. So there's a catch 22. Because as someone who is overweight, I, it's obnoxious. Heavier, not overweight. Sorry, you're right. Someone who is heavier. Words matter. They do. I, it does irritate me sometimes when you take someone who is plus size and you make that their, their Mm storyline. However, in some instances when it's done tastefully, like some, in a lot of instances, I think that cats is, is it explains it for people so that I don't have. Mm-hmm. That's what Fair. I was thinking. It also so, doesn't feel tropey. Like yeah. I don't, and I don't. You can tell me if I'm completely off base, but her character has breath. Yes. So it's not like it's just right. Meh. You know, yeah. it, it's like it the does. sexuality it's of it. It's what? the friendships in it. It <laughs> is the relationships that are in the insecurities that come from all of it. It is like all encompassing. That's the part that I appreciate because I think for one thing for me because because things like this have been said to me like you'll never find a man because you heavy. Oh, <laughs> let's check my list. Are that person still single? Because I wish. Yeah. Hello, like let let's not let's not do that with Nicole. Okay, I'm not that one. Um, because, I mean, I've even been in situations. Since I got period. Poo. I Hello. got hoes. I've been in she situations. She doesn't. Sorry, Harry. That's not true. I don't. <laughs> she doesn't have hoes. I'm, I'm a one hoe woman. <laughs> what? Yep. Yeah, I'm not one hoe. Well, I mean, okay. Anyway, we can move on. Anyway, along. I've been in situations where, like, it's a group group of individuals and individuals who are not heavier you know put on their i'm fly hat and i'm about to i'm about to pull these numbers and i go out mind my damn business and people look at me like hey what's up i got a man at home Mm-mm, don't do that like j- because there's that preconceived notion that you look away and i don't look that way so it's gonna come my way first and i'm just like I feel like if you just be who you are yeah. and people will pull from that instead of how you look. Yeah. It reminds me of, I, I don't was, even know what sound effect to play, but I feel like there's one. <laughs> Is there one? I don't know. Oh, that's oh, not what I thought you were going to drop the bomb. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> it, it reminds me, I was, watch, I was listening to Demetria Lucas's podcast and Nina Parker was on there and she was, I'm going to paraphrase terribly sorry for not having the direct quote. But she's basically people expect her sometimes not to be happy because of her size. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of what you just said. Like just yes. because she's a bigger woman that people just expect her to like be wallowing or not be comfortable in her skin or to not be successful as who she, just for who she is. Not because of she has recently come out with a plus size line at Macy's, which I think she was the first black plus size woman to have a line at Macy's, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she's used a way to she's found ways to you know i don't want to say capitalize that sounds like i know what you mean like it's like it's downplaying her yeah like her accomplishments but like her that really stuck with me i was like wow people really do just expect you to like not be happy or not to find a man or to be you they want you to be uncomfortable and not wear what you want to wear or what have you just because they're not comfortable with your size right the projection for me yeah i think that's what i appreciate oh sorry go ahead Sorry, I was going to say that's why I appreciated um, Kat's performance on Euphoria because that dialogue was occurring and 
even if she didn't say it, what I appreciated was it made me be more aware about the way in which I was communicating with anyone who may be larger with me. I don't think that I was doing that, but I think that those people on the show didn't think that they were doing that. So right. either Kat had to say something or she would, you know, the scene would change and she would clearly be upset about the way the interaction played out. And I was like, oh, what I appreciate about the show is the show is showing that your words matter, which you should right. know already. But I don't think what you have said earlier, Nicole, is that people are saying things and they think that they aren't being rude. vicious or rude, mm-hmm. but they really are. And we, we may not be aware, fully aware of what we're saying or how we've allowed other people to influence what we do say to people who may be look a different way. Right. Um, right. You know, be it size, shade, you know, whatever the case may be, being right. more aware of it. And to your point, like, I, not only is it bringing more awareness, but you no longer have to say anything. If you're right. watching the show, now I know I need to be aware, aware of the way in which I'm doing things. I don't think that I have, but it made me be like, girl, check yourself. Just make yeah. sure that you're not right. doing right. anything. Have you done this before? If not, then cool, but just make sure you don't. Or if you hear somebody else, be the person in the room to be like, girl, you don't need, like, or boy, or whoever, right. like, that right. wasn't appropriate. Like, that's what I liked about her character. Yes, I'm sure it probably plays into a full trope, but what it's, a, what it's doing is allowing a dialogue amongst people who may not have been fully aware of the things that they were doing or they are allowing other people to do parent and the way in which they were interacting with their children or what their children might be going through. That's what I liked about her character that you don't see with a lot of other shows because they're not really even one bringing the character in to having the depth of conversation that they're having on Euphoria. It's just like a, it's it's an upkick that I appreciate that I think in our sedentary way of living and our way of having access to food needs to be happening and it's not really happening. So that's why I do it. Yeah, I guess. And to be fair, it didn't annoy me. I just thought about it from this moment. Like, is that annoying? Um, Because none of the other characters, I don't remember us addressing their weight. Oh, not their. So, yeah, I I definitely agree with you. But I feel like everyone has their like backstory of like what their hang up is. is. And for different people, it's different things. And for Kat, it happens to be her weight. But I don't. I understand what you mean, but I also am thankful for that conversation in the same breath yeah. because I feel like it's not discussed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even when it does her like flashback to like her family going to, I don't know, some beach trip or something. And that's where she like gained a lot of weight over the summer and how that like changed her relationship with her boyfriend when she was going back to school. You said you feel like that storyline is not discussed? In other shows. shows. I just feel like I've, I've, this doesn't seem like a, Maybe not to this depth as it went to like a little OnlyFans kind of situation, but like, I feel like this is not the too. first time we've. I feel like every larger character, we their weight is always a topic of conversation. Well, we this just tried to list. I just forgot. Oh, about I didn't this is watch that show. Yeah. The oh, uh, yeah. I can't remember. That is one of my favorites too. Yeah, I'm I not about that. Chrissy Metz. I love her. Sorry. Or even well, oh, that's a local. I'm thinking. I'm, I can only think of like the shows in the nineties. I'm thinking of like um, Moesha, uh, Kim. There, like the fat shows that they threw at her. Because oh, I yeah. like I just happened to be watching it over because um, it's on Netflix it. right now. Right. But I'm just in a uh, granite. We're talking about an older show, not a new one. One, but like they were constantly talking about her weight. And like, I remember like her or even, um, what's the cartoon with the black girls? Um, Proud family. Yes. Proud family. Oh. Like they're making fun of the all of sisters. Dijon. 
uh, Dijanae. Oh, Dijanae. Yeah. yeah, and her too. The character um, I resonate with the most. <laughs> okay, wait. So now I'm confused because I don't think that having like I just don't think making, what they're saying is talking about is like um like transformative. Like they're not having conversations that have not been had before on TV. Is what I'm saying. Right. But the two examples that you gave are two people that are getting made fun of for their weight on the show. Yeah, it's not giving their backstories or how they're feeling about it. Yeah, right. at all. You mean like a deep dive? Into, so you're talking yeah. about like the deep dive into how they got to where they are that and not addressing me, their weight? Is well, that what you're saying? That to me, like making jokes, pointing out their weight is tropey. Yeah. What's not tropey to me is giving that character a storyline from which to tell us her perspective right. of life. Agreed. And if it regards her weight, then fine. Or if it doesn't, then that's also fine. But I've never, I can't think of another show that does that. And those two examples, I don't well, think this, they hit on that. Yes, on This Is Us, they do. That's probably the only they, one where they deep dive into her they past. do they so they do but, a deep, uh, go ahead i'm also i just want to clarify because i'm also a little bit confused because you say that it's tropey but you also these which are your one? favorite characters in these shows which one this is us well, and euphoria it's probably my favorite character because i resonate so much more uh, so than anything but do you dislike that they're making that a point in the storyline also i yes and i'm I will, okay I'm so about they're not mutually it. exclusive no okay M- mainly so there's a part um, if you don't watch This Is Us, I'm about to spoil some of it. I don't care. Um, it's been awkward it for a long time. I mean, <laughs> some people don't watch. So there's a part in the story, um, who, Chrissy, who is heavier, she married her husband, who is heavier, that in personal life, he lost weight. Wait, what? Her name is not Chrissy. Chrissy met. Real, real life real name. Real life name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Kate on the show. <laughs> Chrissy met in real life. Okay. Okay. Um, the husband on the show was heavier when they got together mm-hmm. and he in his personal life lost weight. And in the storyline, um, which then became tropey to me, which was he lost weight and then became all health conscious. She then was like, OK, should I be health conscious because he's health conscious? And then he started to put that projected onto her. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, may- maybe we should do these things or maybe we shouldn't. And. I remember in one of the most recent seasons, they were having um, challenge. Like he moved to San Francisco for work. And so she went to go visit him and she went on a walk to like make it de- like he just made a decision that he was going to move there Ooh. without discussing with like her. Take a job. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. So she walked and she job. like, well, he was also like, let's take an Uber to this thing. It's about a block or so away. And she's like, well, why don't we just walk? And he's like, well, you know. I just, you know, I just didn't think that you wanted to. And she's like, why? You didn't even ask me if I wanted to take a walk. Like, things like that. I'm just like, like, do we have, do we have to go there? Like, do do, do we have to do that? And then it became that. So then she walked, you know, she was walking. And then, yes, it did become difficult for her. And he kind of did like this. Yeah, told like, those things, like, to me, get Um, irritating. Because it almost gives. Yeah lack of support I feel like, yeah, yeah definitely i feel like what maybe what makes me so intrigued by the cat story is that it seems self-imposed yes it doesn't seem like other people are putting that trope onto her yeah, even like who there's who's like interested in her who she expects to be interested in her but that's all self-esteem work well 100 percent. but i feel like that's the aspect i've never seen played out in a show oh like people okay i see what you're saying i've seen that played mm-hmm. out in a show like i've seen like other people being like well you need to be helped oh you yeah but we just like want you to be like almost having like an intervention about yeah. like people's weight but i've never seen it where it's like it's completely 
self-actualize and it is affecting how you move in the world when it's right. not affecting how people are perceiving you yeah so i think that that's the aspect that is really cool yeah, to me no, and that makes show. a lot of sense yeah hmm. huh. all right like thank it. you for helping me articulate that <laughs> wow what is, it? what is it what is it why do i feel like it's trophy usually i hate that yeah <laughs> so i guess our last um segment of this segment would be um in like social settings so like when you go to a bus stop and the seats are divided certain ways. Um, airplanes. Air, yeah, airplane seats and things of that nature. Like how... Even concerts, maybe. Oh, the seats? Yeah, or like any are athletic event. Uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all that's uncomfortable because it's not made for you. But it's also not made for you because it's like the minimum... Like when I think about it, I also... I mean, I work in big business, so I know in order to make okay, money... big business? You, y'all know what I mean by big business. People that like to make money, they capitalize on things. People. Um, Everybody. People. That's what capitalism is about. Capitalizing <laughs> on people. So you put more, you figure out how small can I make this seat to make it acceptable right. so I can make the most amount of money. Mm-hmm. But it's also hella uncomfortable for most people. Like, I'm not even going to say some. For most people, it's just not, com- not a comfortable experience. I mean, even if you're tall. You know, yeah. your knees are not going to, yeah. you're not going to fit, but being a heavier individual and in flying, like, I remember when I did lose weight, it was an a comp, like I got on the plane. I was like, Oh, can I have a seatbelt extender? It's not going like being super candid. It's borderline embarrassing. Like you're like, maybe I'm should I shouldn't be in the space cause it's not made for me. Right. <sighs> so you, you're going through that. So you sit down. I, the first time I was able to buckle a seatbelt, I was like, okay, accomplishment. but. Why, why is that something to work for? Yeah. It's like, so it's like the seatbelt extender for someone who's heavier, but doesn't go around you. Or when you are somebody of a heavier size, you go fly. They're like, well, you need two seats. I, I don't have money to pay for two seats. Right. I'm not paying for two seats. So it's like you either jam yourself in the seat and you be uncomfortable for however long your flight is, yeah. or you buy two seats. So you're hella comfortable. But then it's, but then it's again, the embarrassing part. So you're like sitting in two seats and, it's not because somebody didn't show up for their flight. Yeah. yeah. So also I mean, that is really expensive to have to like. Yes. Yeah. Right. Might as well be in first class. Right. Yeah. Jesus. I have a, to your point, not only for size, but I have a friend who's seven one. Right. And he's like, you know, you don't, you don't, for the most part, you have to buy, pay more money to get the exit rows. Uh, and they're usually gone. So Last minute flights are par- terrible. He's literally had to fold up his legs sometimes to sit and like, so his knees are out in the aisle. People have, like, so all of that being said, the inconvenience of people trying to make money right. without there being any, any consideration for the world in which we are currently living right. in, which there are varied bodies, there are varied things. And instead of people, companies, which of course, they're trying to make money, so they're not concerned about you know, right, accommodating the customer. It's more so about well, you should have done X, Y, and Z. Well, turn, ma'am. Like, right. what do you really expect to happen here? And are you really considering where we are in the world right now? Things are not the same. Like, yeah, point blank, period. Or like I was this, um, so like Chloe Kardashian owns or is part owner in Good American, um, which has they have like a full plethora of sizes they do from zero to like, I think 20 something in their sizes. And she was saying when she was younger and bigger, she couldn't shop in the same stores as her sisters because 
Um, they didn't carry her size. I'm just thinking even now, like if you go into stores, they have like a regular section and they have a plus size section. And instead yeah. of just putting all the clothes in, one, in one section up to whatever size, which typically even now, like they're usually like different types of clothing as well. It's not even like these je- some jeans and stuff like that is like usually ex- like they have this extended sizes, but like certain dresses and things of that nature that have like one type of dress for like the, I don't even know what they, I guess regular is what they call it is. Mm-hmm. before you get to plus size clothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But she was saying she doesn't allow people to um, carry her brand if they won't carry the full um, size range, which a lot of stores, she was saying they won't do it. So you don't see good American in a lot of stores because they have to carry the whole brand. I'm like, wow, that's interesting in 2022. Right. Yeah. We're still dealing with stores not carrying full size ranges. And it's also interesting in like in the context of you're carrying my brand. So it's not, you don't have to make it. It's right. not, it's not costing you anything. Right. It yeah. just is taking up a little bit more space, but that's not, if you want to carry my brand, then this is part of it. Yeah. I think I'm only, and I think her being in Zara was like a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I've seen her in like Zara and Nordstrom. I think that's oh. the only places I've seen good okay. American, wow. but good for her. Yeah. It's this, just interesting. It is. <laughs> I mean, so one of my favorite places to, to shop is Target and they have an amazing, like the plus size section is great. But I mean, think about it like this. If you are a female, the average shoe size is like varying from seven to nine, mm-hmm. which means when you go find shoes, you're like, dang, I ain't got, they don't have it. So think about for a, cl- a clothing provider yeah. that you send your clothes to the store, they don't put yeah. out the 20 through 28. And then when they do, it's like two or three pieces of each. Right. Mm-hmm. So then when you go, the plus size section either looks picked over or there's nothing left typically mm-hmm. because because, I mean, people have gone in and purchased it or whatever have you. So it's like you go there and you're like, dang, they don't have nothing. So for me, um, I always think of the fallout. Right. So you go typically and they don't have your shit. So because they don't have your shit, it pushes you to online shopping. So then why is it that it's always plus size that they don't? typically carry a good quantity of so it's almost like y'all don't want me to be outside mm-hmm. y'all don't want me to be outside you don't want me to be in your store because That's you don't ever carry my shit and even though you offer it i feel like you're offering it because it's obligation mm-hmm. versus it is you know customer base right. right so i mean like you go to obviously demographic matters you go to different you go to different locations and they have it so it's like go out to maryland and typically i can find all my shit but it's a in the that area is so annoying predominantly african-american i'm like so what you trying to say all african-americans are heavier that's not cute yeah but and we also i live in maryland there are very like we i don't have malls and like a whole bunch of different stores to go buy clothing and like i did in virginia i don't understand how they don't do that it as a whole state how they just don't do it yeah i can like (laughs) the like the mall like i i forgot there was a mall in charles county i was like i've been going to like virginia to go to the mall until someone reminded you do know there's a mall in charles county i was like is there there's one at Anne Arundel too. That's far. It is. Anne Arundel Mills is far. Yeah. But like those are my like those are the I gotta go to Charles County or Arundel Mills in Maryland and go to the mall like a, a full mall, not like a strip mall and strip mall or yeah. outlets or something like yeah. that. It's like a traditional mall. I don't know. I, I don't know like why it's they all do that either. It's, it's all very intentional. Confusing. It's just, it's just streamlined the money. Uh, uh, bringing it back though, it may um and having conversations. Sorry. I thought uh, you were about to cry. I was like, no, wow, no. where's this going? Oh, oh sorry. That no, didn't no, look no. like it, a cry face. I don't know. It's my allergies. It's way up there. Uh, 
it makes me think about so we're, we're, a lot of this we're talking about uh, size, but it also makes me think about age because I um I think about like how um in the video that we'll probably try to remember to post. Goodness, man. Uh, the young lady was talking about how um, to get to certain places. She also had an issue like stairs. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking about like, you know, how we're contending with in this area, especially like where I'm from, it's not so much an issue like uh, further, further west you go, but in this area, it's older. So a lot of the buildings have steps. Right. No elevators and lots of steps, not just a few, my building included. <laughs> you know, um, so, uh, and as we've moved into a more sedentary way of living with more food to access to food, sorry, uh, there is this contention of like, oh, I want, I'm trying to be more cognitive also about like inviting people who may have, who may be older, who may have. Right weight issues or even just like their own issues with body parts, legs, right. you know, arms, all those type of things, being able to move. Um, and how there are a lot of places that still haven't made accommodations for those. And it's so weird to me because I'm all, I, I honestly, like when I first moved here, I, I remember because it's where I again, where I'm from, like a lot of places have a step to get into. Whereas mm-hmm. here it's like, I look at homes and I'm driving by and I'm like, Dang, you could not be disabled or be a heavier person in the middle of this area because not only if you get to the house, do you have to have steps to the to like the steps to the house? There are right. steps to the steps to the house. Yeah. So it's like six or seven steps, then a landing, then more steps. And I'm just like, oh then like town row houses, row houses, Ten. right? Yeah, townhouses. Yeah, townhouses and row houses, like you have to go through several levels. Who wants to do that all day? And I know it's because we've changed, but it's just so interesting to me. Well, the country has changed too. Yeah, that's the real core reason. Yes, it takes up less space to build up it, than it, to build exactly. out. Exactly, and I understand. Again, the, it, we are the housing is old, and our we have changed, and there has not been a change a sizable change in the way in which real estate has handled things, even making adjustments in the homes that are easier. It's easier to put them all together, but at the same time, like, okay, at some point somebody's going to have to consider like, all right, I'm going to get to this house, but can I, are we going to have to start putting elevators into these things? We are living longer too. So like I'm living in a row house and I don't want to sell it, but at some point I'm not going to be able to get up to the third floor anymore. That's my bedroom. Even though, you know, I would love this to be my home forever. But I remember right. I, I got injured. And getting up them stairs, on right. crutches, was, let me tell you, it was not fun. And the yeah. other side of it is, like, some homes do have elevators that are row houses, but they add it. It's like it's an experience. Right. <laughs> it's like, also, we have an elevator and it's like no nigga like i have a disability i need it like it's not like it's, it's not just because i want to fall to my friends yeah. <laughs> right. Right. i need an elevator in my home to get to my bedroom exactly <laughs> but that's not how it's marketed at or all. thought about so it's yeah i just i honestly wasn't until i moved in this area that i really considered a lot of different things because there are limitations and i don't think that everyone thinks about the full breadth of how people are right now versus things of how they used to be. Right. And it's very interesting how 
um, you know, we're having to make accommodations and we're really going to have to start really looking at who we are versus like this, this representation of who we should be. I think we are where we really are right now is that people are heavier. We are just heavier. It is what it is. It is not a bad thing. It is not this thing where, where it's tropey. It is literally where we are at. And at some point we are going to have to start making our lives surround where we are at versus saying, oh, you shouldn't be there. And I think yeah. that's, but that's not how people think about it. They don't. And, and that's what I'm saying. And it's and sometimes it's even people that are the people that other people might be talking about that oh. also like have that cognitive cognitive dissonance. It's like it's kind of like how feminism. A lot of women are like, oh, I'm not a feminist. Like I don't, you know what I mean. I don't support that. You know, it's kind of like you're hurting your own mm. ability to be better, or right. just for everyone to be better. Because even like the example that we were talking about with the plane, I've seen plenty of people give up their exit row seat for a tall person and be like, oh, I know you're going to need this. I've never seen anybody do it for anybody that's big. Mm, ever. I've never seen anybody be like, oh, there's an extra space next to me. Do you want to switch seats? I've never seen that. Ever. Wow. That's a good point. That is a very good point. Think about We're going we to have to... Uh, now me, yeah. I don't give up my seat for anybody. I'll so. but also... <laughs> <laughs> I really have no joy in not having anybody. I would give up my seat for an older person <gasps> on the plane. Day. I mean, like in general, not. I mean, planes are different. You pay for your seat, right? We're problematic. We are. No, we are the problem. We are no. talking about people who don't make accommodations for other people and how there's a problem with us. It's us that I was talking we, about. We no, I mean, if an older person's on a plane, they have a seat. I'm talking about like I'm. Been on, like the, on bus. the metro, yeah. Like oh, on the I metro, on the bus. Too. If yeah. I see an older person, I'm not going to sit there and watch you hold on to the pole like you. Well, back. some people are. Yeah, I know what. It, but I'm also giving my seat. But if also, there's a man that is sitting down that didn't give up his. I'm also looking at him like, <laughs> are you ice girl here? Yes, because you should have got up, not me. I agree. The, the time that has been the wildest to me was when I was in Brazil. <laughs> we were on the metro, like going from a venue, like back to like where my apartment was. And there was right when I was in Brazil, (laughs) and there was like I would wait because all the seats were taken because they were like the kind of seats where they're all flat. So and so there's more room to stand, but there's not as many seats to sit. And so all the seats were taken except for like the handicap seats. And so I would wait until I saw everyone was was like seated or was able was like seated. And then when the train was about to start to move, I would sit down. And the way that other people would be like, <laughs> to me, and I was, I was like, getting up at every stop. Like I was like, I was actively being like, I, I understand. I just, I just want to sit right now. I've been on my feet all day, but then, you know, That's I'll make sure saying. that people can sit down if they need to sit down. But I also need to sit down. I just, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you're but I'm trying to make accommodations for people that have to sit. So they can sit. But the way that I was like, I've n- not a word was uttered to me either. It was strictly not in English, vibes. not in Portuguese. <laughs> not that. We're just going to get the vibe right here. Yes. Like, wow. this energy, we would but... be in a better place if America was like this. <laughs> we were just policing each other based on glares. Right. <laughs> okay, so that brings me back to, okay. So when you're in the bathroom and the handicap stall. <laughs> I'm using it. If you're not, are you using the handicap stall or are you going to the other one? No, what do I have to do? Does it matter? <laughs> Does why do you need yeah, more space? space? You need your feet to dangle so you can. I need my space. You <laughs> asked a real question. I'm giving a no, real we're answer. Under, we're trying to understand why. Why? Yeah. Because I just need to. 
<laughs> Settle in. Okay. Settle in. Get it out. I regret asking. I regret okay. Asking. I you could, asked, and that is the real so answer. So I just remember with I, I use, so I'm the same person. If the handicap stall is open, that's the one I'm going in. Like, period. I don't care if the other ones are open too. That's what I'm going in. I remember like getting in there, using, doing my business, coming out, and there was like this mom of like four kids just like staring at me. But I'm just like, you're not handicapped either, to be fair. But. <laughs> Oh, God, I was like, you're in need, but we're both in there. Yeah, like, sorry. You can have it. I'm done. But I, I was just thinking, like, if I open the door and there's, like, a handicapped person standing, I'd be like, Ugh. yeah. I, I've, I've never that. used the handicapped one. I used it today on accident, and I was like, oh, shoot. And I didn't realize until so it was too late. Oh, but I always use it. No, I never. The only time that I use the handicapped bathroom is if I'm changing clothes. Oh, just yeah, so I'm not, like, it's touching, my default. Just reasons, so I'm not touching reasons. the stalls. Yeah, no, that's, well, that's I fair. mean, even then, I mean, it's a bathroom. And in a lot of in, like, if you were to go to a sports event or a concert and you go to the bathroom, sometimes there's a line. Yeah. For the regular. Oh, that's right? different. Well, to I'm me. thinking but about no, if, you, if there are other stalls open. No. Even even if that's the case, what I'm saying is I don't think that. You think it doesn't hold the same weight as like a handicapped spot? N- Correct. Okay. Like, because mm-hmm. if you're parking, you're probably going to be there for an extended period of time. Uh, but going to the bathroom, like, you can wait two minutes. Like, not, not, <laughs> Sia's like, not me. I mean, some some people. Well, you got to go and lay it out. You got to go and lay it out. I don't care what anybody else says. Especially if you waited in line. You might, I, I might have played it close. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm fine with the, the using of a handicapped bathroom. But, if you're not handicapped? I mean. Okay. I mean, I'll also ask other people, like if, if I'm next in line wow. and there's a handicapped bathroom and I notice someone else that might need it, I'll I'll ask. I'll be like, oh, do you need to go? It's oh, okay. You're so nice. I mean, like, well, I guess she's going to wait till I get out. Go- well, see, that maybe because I don't go outside because there's no tip. The only time I've ever stood in the line is a couple of times I've been to a concert and never when I've gone to an airport. So it's concerts and athletic games for me. And oh, the airport, okay. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure, airport. But the airport. Oh, I would be asking people in the airport. I got a flight to catch. Yeah. Right. Me you don't have to hold that. Like, if this, where, 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 where okay, I'm going because yeah, uh, you can also wait for me to get out, right? I that, have to go too. Well, that I mean, bathrooms are different. I'm now we can now. I need for this to be a thing. <laughs> a handicap parking spot, though. I'm. If there's an open, I, to be fair, I have a handicap sticker in my car. Is it yours? Or is it your mom's? No one asked that. <laughs> I did actually. No, that is you have a sticker, right? If there's another spot, then I will park in the other spot. Mm-hmm. Right? Will you? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. No, I'm very. I'm very another very, spot close. Yeah, there's another. Yeah. Spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's all these spots in the back you can get. No, 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 no. I'm about to get this close spot versus a handicap. But if yeah, it's, well, I'm not chanting in the handicap spot. Also, because I don't have a sticker, but I'm not getting towed or ticketed. Oh, very good. But okay, yeah, okay. I think that's different. I'm sorry I did this. <laughs> sorry I brought it up. Just wanted to know. I mean, you did. It is what it is. It is. Well, you know, one thing we're going to do, y'all, is it's tangent. tangent. <laughs> I hate it, and I, I love it. I don't know why I love it. <laughs> you get so giddy. I do. I do. Every time. Okay, should this week be, like, funny or thought-provoking? Funny. Yeah, we were, we don't, we don't, we don't, all day. We have been doing it, a lot. And, like, abnormally right. not funny today. It wasn't very funny, damn. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Okay, um, all right, this could be funny or deep, I guess. Eh, we'll take it. Okay. Yeah. What's a, have I asked this before? What's a double standard you agree with? <laughs> <laughs> a double standard I agree with. I feel like we're going to need your questions in advance. 
No, I have one. Oh, I feel like I would know what yours is, Carol. Really? Yeah. Well, do mine. That feels like an attack. <laughs> no, because I just feel Wait, like... Wait, hold on. Before you say it. <laughs> just in case. Right, you Because haven't you said, like, gender roles? There's some that you really... Look, uh, I was just about with? to say. That's why... Okay. I was just... A, mine is... Men take out the trash. Oh, that is... Yeah. I'm... I've taken out the trash. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want to be in ghetto here. And <laughs> shoveling the snow. I don't want to oh, do yeah, it. I'm not doing that either. I don't want to do it. That's fact. Mm-hmm. You guys do know me. <laughs> I, I mean, know, I, I thought about yours before I thought of mine. Oh, yeah. That's I'll bring you like a drink. Yeah. Yes. You know? I will do that. You want some hot chocolate? Yeah. You want some hot I'll, tea? Even, I'll even throw a blanket in the dryer so when you come in, you have something nice and warm. Yes. But what I'm not going to do is help. <laughs> <laughs> the way it snowed and I sent Harry outside I was like do you have your gloves do you have all your things he was like are you coming outside no <laughs> I just want to make sure you have everything that you need <laughs> no yeah what do you want to drink I'll have it ready for you when you get done this is true you know what a double sense that I would or like a gender role that I would like to subscribe to that I don't mm. like I want someone to pay all my bills can you pay my bills like all of them bills? yeah yeah <laughs> get over here too the way my mind is going like it's just turning like all the things I could do I know I've been looking at them like sugar baby accounts I'm like every time I see a feed only only fans I'm like that's all I need right mm, a little pedicure right. hello pay all my bills um though this was I thought y'all were going to choose more violence Oh. Well, if you do yours maybe it'll spike something right. I feel like it's rude just no, do, do it. it I actually do believe it, it but do it Yes, you do. If you think it, you believe it. Oh, that wow. Not, you can think a lot of things that you don't <laughs> yeah, agree that's with. that's aggressive. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, well, let's not go there. Okay. It, um, it makes me feel bad just to say it. Okay, if girls um, dabble with other girls, it's just a phase. But if guys dabble with other guys, you're gay. Uh, wow, we were, weren't we? All, that mm. was almost a topic, like bisexual men. Yeah. 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 I think it still Actually, should be it. Side I'm note, if you're a bisexual intrigued. man... We would like we, to have yeah, you on this podcast. Yes, sure. Because yeah. I don't actually re- agree with that. I've come a long way in my thinking. I, I would like to talk to you on our show. <laughs> so I actually saw, side, side note, I saw uh, yes, yes. a reel or something like that. It said when your bisexual husband is getting hit on oh, by I girls and then he runs up to him and, you know, like they're dancing or whatever. I'm just like, oh, wow. They do exist. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, we, that would be really dope. It would, it would be dope. Preferably a black man, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. Right. <laughs> Fair. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like, talking about gender roles, talking about double standards. Yeah. Like, is there anything that I. The double standard that men stand up to be and women sit down. I think I heard somebody Wait, earlier what? say. Yeah. Like. That's a, is that, no, that's, that's not one. I don't think that is. That's not a double standard. You're right. That's just something you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Never mind. You know why I can't I, know know I heard somebody earlier <laughs> say that as a female, they wish they could stand up to pee. And, you know. I am oh, to pee. Yeah. yeah. I thought you just meant in general. Oh, no. Like, no. women have to sit down and be quiet. Oh, no. 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 no.
this. <laughs> Do you know us? Right. No. That's why I was like, never mind. Let's take. Mm-hmm. Let me take this no. question back. Now you know. Now you know. Okay. But that, <laughs> you do you know. Now I'm also why I was so confused. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now yes. I get it. But also, what she said didn't make sense either. So we can definitely well, move on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Because it does have double But it's fine. I feel like that question was terrible. All right. Do you have another one? I I have a whole plethora. Okay. Well, is... then see if we can find another one. Okay. You know, my tangent should be I, yeah. just pure elation that no one pulled out a dictionary on me today. I thought someone was going to pull one out for um, cognitive. Cognitive. And I was like, we're going to let her live. We're going to let her live. I kind of thought it and then I was like, yes, let me not say anything. <laughs> like, I actually know where she's going with this. So I'm going to yeah. let her we're ride. Stay here. We'll yeah. stay here. We're okay, good. I'll do a fun one. If Insecure does a spinoff, which character is Kelly. it going to be about? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, ready I want a spinoff with Kelly as a mom. Listen to the rest of the question. That was a question. No, that, that that was the end of my question. But I I want to know what version of Kelly because at the end she got pregnant. But now I want I want I want Kelly like whole. I want so pretty cool like, Kelly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So even if there's like even if it's like her. Us seeing like her relationship with this man who she eventually gets um, uh, married to and has a child with, mm-hmm. but there are like flashbacks to like free Kelly, like how she, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. how she got to this. Yes. So you a producer? You a producer now? <laughs> Call me. Call me. I would love. I would totally love. watch that. Yeah, I, agree. I want the, the. I feel like Kelly's the one character like who she. I, we got a lot of her, but. I not enough. More. Not yeah. enough. Like, I just yeah. really wanted more of Kelly. because I feel just, like the sound bites that I would remember after every episode were Kelly, like, yeah. insertions. Just, right. like, random fuckery. Because what, sis? Yeah. What are you talking, talking about? about? How did we get here? Like, this thought right here? Put that face. Here. Put that right. just wake up this wild. Right. Like, it's the morning. No. I feel like it, she did. Like, to even see her, like, as a little child just saying wild and random to her parents. And her parents been like, what? <laughs> what? Yes, that would be awesome. Yes. I totally agree with you. Yes, I've thought about this, Issa. Call me. I, mean, I don't. I don't. I actually not don't. Her know. Already had the pilot written. I, I call me. If you want to do not this, only do can this. she direct and produce, but she can also dress the cast too. Come okay. on, call me. Come on, Come Jack on, Paul Trey. Yes. yes, call me. I'm ready. I'm ready. Tag me, sis. No, but seriously, I do. Would I've thought about this. Intensively, I, I would see. love to see came Kelly. ready. Yes, I knew as soon as you said it, I was like, "Oh, girl." <laughs> I also think the other, um, like the fuck boyfriend, that was uh, the light skin one. Yeah, I feel like I would, I would watch a spinoff of that. Could be like, maybe not like the prequel oh, of it, yeah. but like, how he, are you going to be this for the rest of your life? <laughs> like, are you going to be like the forty year old at the cookout, still single, acting like this, or are you going to like grow? <laughs> Because I feel like so much of Insecure like shows the woman aspect. Yeah. I would I would be I really thought provoking to see like that circle of men and how they develop from a male perspective. I would also watch that. Oh, they should call it Why the Niggas Do. Well, there's kind of a show on who I don't know what network it's on, but it's on who. It's called Grand Rising. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I'm already turned off. Sorry. <laughs> Ironically, it has no hotepy like. Oh, that is surprising. Yeah, it is very surprising. I think it's called Grand Rising. It is. It? Okay. I watched it. Let me, 
slow grower on yeah. me, uh, for sure. I only watched the first three episodes. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be into this, but it kind of goes into like the different types of men and them okay. dating. And hmm. Surprisingly, none of them are like anyone on Issa's show. Like they are very, to okay. me, what I, I think that was kind of why for a minute I was like, oh, I like this, but I'm not like, it didn't take off. Like I wanted it yeah. to take off, but the men are, are very varied. They're, some of them getting really into their feelings. Some of them are really like into relationships. But I was like, oh, this is. Oh, that is this interesting. This is like an interesting take. So I really wanted to like. Does he have a whole friend? The, the, eh, that, he's kind he's of. Spectrum. He's Yeah, like he's kind of ish, but not really. Okay. Like he talks about it being that way, but he's not really. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like it, like the, I had high expectations for it to like really take off. And I think it will do better as the seasons go on. But I think it just didn't. It didn't do what it needed to do in the first season. Like I think it can once like, okay. better writers kind of get into it, but it it has the potential. So I'm I like, oh, I'm staying with you. I'm gonna. I watched the whole season and I was like, do it better next season. And I <laughs> think I'm gonna be in there with I you. I feel like this could be what Insecure was for us, mm-hmm. um, oh, for, for men in our same age that are still in our age range that are still single. For mm-hmm. them, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like having two friends that are now married with kids. Having like made big life changes, another friend that's single, and you being like the fuck boyfriend that is like trying to figure out like who am I going to be a fuck boy with now if my if my friends are getting like married and having kids or is this still like what's true for me or do I grow from here? I think that would be a very interesting perspective. Oh yeah, men um, don't and, have that. Yeah, in the same way that insecure was very formid- formidable, formidable, formidable. Nope. Formative. 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 It could be that for guys. That was my yeah. thought process. Yeah. No, like I, I like, I honestly do like. I don't think, especially since it's uh, Black uh, Mental Health Month or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yes, that that would be a great thing to be able to see men deal with. Because the when you mentioned Grand Rising, when you think about, it, there's like an episode in there where this uh, man is dealing with um, him, the way in which he dates, and like having to really understand why he's dating the way and then we mm-hmm. dates. And I was like, oh, this is like kind of mental health-ish. Because he was like depressed about it for a little bit. And he had to like, yeah, and it was like, oh. What station is this on? It's, I saw it on Hulu. Is I don't that know. an age-ass question? Did I just ask what station it's on? Wow. I am. What's the alternative? 30. Like what platform? Because it's not a station anymore. We mm. watch shows on apps. Yeah. Oh, wait, I think it does. I think it's on like, I think it's on like ABC or something. Yeah, exactly. Originally. Okay. 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 But I found it on Hulu. So I don't have okay. cable. Watch, I got that. Season, I'll watch the it. first season is over and I think they did get renewed. Okay. Um, but yeah, it is like what ABC. What is that? Channel 7? <laughs> Turn the TV. A what? Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Before we age. Oh, are you done? No, no, I don't think that was it. Yeah, I'm okay. done. So before we age ourselves any further. Um, before I go to me in the week. That's not just me this time. Yeah. So <laughs> we've had a lot of like really good things happen. I feel like we should celebrate. So um, so Nicole, I don't want to tell you guys. I don't know if you guys want to tell your yeah, did you news. I'll let you guys share your news. I just want to celebrate the good news. Um, oh, yeah. So Patrick. I did just buy a house. <laughs> Can we get a call? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so like we're being sarcastic. It does. it does. We're actually very. Oh, I got size non um, alcohol. The system. You did. And it's still going. You pressed somebody got dicked. Anyway, so I just bought a house. Yes. Congrats, yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um. Okay. Um. I got offered a new job. Yay! 
Um, and when oh, by the time, I, can, I feel like I can say it safely because by the time this will air, I will have accepted it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're closing on a house. <laughs> on, on a townhouse, to be more specific. Blessings but, yeah. Yes. So I just like, feel God, like, really oh. been showing out. Yes. Right. Hello? And I feel like we need to, you know, we deserve the flowers while we're here. Wow. We really came ready today. You're the MVP of this podcast. Well, Saya definitely threw the alley because I had planned to go get like an expensive bottle of um, champs, but my expensive bottle is only affordable in one place and it's not by me. So Saya went and gave through the alley and got something else. Oh, wow. (laughs) I really appreciate that. Oh, all right i'm gonna pass the bottle so you can pour at your um, yeah, okay. your leisure thank y'all yes i was thinking i should do this for us and then i forgot so i'm really proud of you for um right at nine i responded no i'm like, just not getting up damn i didn't mean to do that <laughs> That's fine. I really had plans to go get like a real bottle of champs. Maybe when you guys all, you know, whatever. Next time. It's not too late. This is just for y'all. We're doing the real thing later. Yeah. So cheers, guys. Come on in, Patrick. Yes. Cheers. All the blessings on blessings on blessings. All right. That's now, good. Now back to the ratchet that, that is the show. Oh, I like that. Is that is damn. That tastes good. That was really good. You don't usually like. We get this prosecco all the time, sis. I almost brought your bottle of kava, but I couldn't remember what brand it was. Oh, I like. Yeah. That's why I be thinking. I'm glad. I think my palate makes change. Wow, because like ownership has done this. Yeah, because I was like, like that's what happens. Ooh, like, now. Oh, I was like, do, yeah. I buy, do I bring some Hennessy for Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> The way I almost bought that handle of Four Seasons or whatever the fuck it is that's on the floor. Yeah, it's delicious. Isn't it? Listen, we it would have gone well. Four roses. Four roses. If y'all want to sponsor me, that's fine. Four Seasons has a great um, bourbon. Was it whiskey or bourbon? Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Y'all. So the meme of the week. It's on the Jasmine brand and it says, if you text me, we need to talk. I'm going to reply. Yes, we do. Now we both stressed. <laughs> oh, I respect it. <laughs> that is choosing violence. Because oh, yeah. what we not going to do. Ooh. All right. Hey, don't listen that. to that. Don't respond to me that way. Sorry. <laughs> 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 that i'm that person i'm like we I need to stop hate when people do that because it gives me the worst anxiety like, let's just talk about it why are you yeah. telling me we gotta talk about it if you're not ready to talk about it right now don't tell me right. it's like a surprise don't tell me you were gonna get me something and you don't you know what i mean like don't do that <laughs> you know what i always plan for us don't tell me don't, right oh, that is like my that's like one of my biggest pet peeves because if it doesn't happen like i was never gonna be disappointed anyway <laughs> now i am yeah no oh my god I, I, you know why people do that into my gears you like i am <laughs> Do you know why people do that? It's because they want you to be just as disappointed as they are. (laughs) Misery. And I don't need that in my life. Yeah, that's unfair. Your plan didn't come through. I've been doing it to Patrick all the time. You you know what I had planned, but these lights didn't line up. It was a shame. Oh my God. The way I'd punch you in your throat every time. I always say misery does not need my company. But really, I'd be doing it to see if I have permission to spend the amount of money that it costs now (laughs) when when the flight deal didn't come through. Just so you know, Patrick. That's why I'd be floating these ideas. Wouldn't it be nice to fly to Cancun? Abu Dhabi. You know what I have for us? 
But them flights, babe. But I mean, we could still go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just saying, I mean, look, meanwhile, we're like, yeah, that sounds great. Check out. Are you in the car? Check out. I tell you how many times we've been on vacation planning another vacation. Like, Tim, we are on the beach right now. Like, why do you need But these deals. I mean, this flight deal is not going to last, so either we do it now or, you know. Why do we know you this way? It's terrible. I'm being reformed. I'm being reformed. I have one more. It's from R21 Unbothered. It says, Break My Soul came out and the universe took that as a challenge. It did, though. It truly did. Mm -hmm. What is that? Check. There's another one that's like, Oh, break my soul. There's another one that's like, I don't know, Beyonce. They're breaking my soul a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Life and life and. (laughs) The Supreme Court been supreming. No, they haven't. They've been, what's the opposite of supreme? (laughs) What's what's the bad version? Oh, no. That's your words? Come on. Right, come on, oh, urban dic- like I'm urban Webster. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm failing us. All right, that was all for me. Thanks for coming to my um, TED talk. <laughs> depleting, that's what I would say. They've been depleting uh, instead of supremeing. Oh, see, mm. you still Depriving. need the money though. Oh, yeah, you still need to get the money though. <laughs> right, you come work. up with the next one then. Great. <laughs> I didn't think I was smart. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, is it time for aftershave? <laughs> It is. Any feel lit? Anyone feel led to lead us today? That's so churchy. It is. I'm old. No, you was raised in a church. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I got my prayer cloth and everything. Today. <laughs> you sure do. You do. No, Wait, that's okay. So she came from so she got me on. <laughs> <laughs> she got me together. Armored in the Lord. <laughs> Come on, take it. I'm all go. Um, I want to affirm um that. Your body is fine just the way it is. And that we have to stop, and I'm talking to myself included, letting other people's, um, either their perceptions of themselves or even their insecurities or what have you affect how we feel, their feelings on you, how you feel. Let me start over. We cannot let how they are feeling about themselves affect how you feel about yourself. And I think, I'm only speaking, I can only speak from a black woman's perspective because that's what I am, but I think as black people, we, especially, I don't know what it is about old black people, but they have a, they have this like unique ability Audacity. that to, to like, to just, I guess, poke at our weight. And especially in times when like, you really don't need that. Um, and I think it affects us in ways it, for me, it affected it as a long-term effect on how I, my relationship with food, my body, how I grew up. And so I just want us to unlearn all those things, um, be comfortable with ourselves and just, the main goal should be health, not anything else. And so as long Which as you're not visual. Also, yeah. Right. So as long as you are living a healthy lifestyle for you, that's all that really matters. What other your visual body and your weight and all that stuff, it should be based on what you want, not what other people want for you. Great. Um, I'll pick I'll go next. I was gonna say something um similar, but instead I'll affirm the other side. I wanna affirm for people that feel like it's their place to comment on other people's Weight and lifestyle to shut the fuck up. That's what I affirm for you. <laughs> I love Just to it. mind your business. Yes. Drink water and mind your business. <laughs> I feel like there is this um, inherent idea that people are, that you're helping someone, that you are doing some sort of due diligence in terms of someone else's well-being by commenting on mm-hmm. their either size or your per- perception of their health, and you're not. So how about you worry about you? And if they need help and they are a friend of yours, they will ask you for that. 
And if they don't, it's not your place. And that's the end of the conversation. There doesn't need to be a litany of reasons of why you shouldn't or how it makes people feel. None of that. Just know better. Do better. Mm. Mm. That was a word. That is a word. I wish I had a right. like mic to drop that wasn't ours. <laughs> was like, what, else, what else is there to say after that? Um, I want to affirm for our listeners this week that there. <laughs> Why did you get that so awkward? <laughs> Are you taking a break? Because I would like a refill. It's like, Can I get a refill? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be triggered by that song until the day I die. <laughs> you play at my funeral, I will haunt you. We were in college. Man. What did you want us to do? No, you should have played it at your wedding. Oh, I tried so hard. I tried. So the background for your speech. <laughs> That's what I should have sang when I said I was gonna sing a song. Right. <laughs> Not just being like, oh. Do you want to pour it? I don't. All right, oh. so. I want to affirm oh, okay. for our wait, wait, wait. Uh, sorry. Let me just finish uh, pouring. <laughs> this isn't good. Drink. Pull up. Oh, wait. Drink. Oh, I, didn't, I thought we was finishing shot. it off. <laughs> Listen, you said pour it up. I'm pouring it up. Pass the pee. He can like pull it. Like you used to. Pass the pee. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh, you should probably count yourself down. Comment to the top. Yeah. Maybe you should start from here. Comment to the top. Okay. <laughs> now I'm trying to remember what I was going to find because now I can't remember what I was going to find. Oh, now. shoot. Hold on. Uh, Sometimes I feel like I go after Sayada. You know. What were you trying to say? So we don't get a teacher after <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Wait, are we going to count? You counting down? Are you ready? <laughs> uh, me- I'm going to it. You got it. You yeah. got it. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we also have time if you need to. Oh, a second. Right. Do you want me to go? This is uh, number one. Number no, no, I'm just. All right. Ready? Sure. This is for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I want to affirm for our listeners this week that no matter where you are on your journey with your own weight, that your weight is not the weight that you are holding on your body, but it's the weight that we have on our mind. Wow. We think that for a lot Pressure. of us, what we, are, what we are dealing with more than anything else is trying to contend with this. And so it may, in one way, shape, or form, um, present itself on the outside, be it small or skinny. But I want to affirm for us that if we take care of this one right here, um, for a lot of us, I think it has to do our personal relationship with not only ourselves, with God, but know that that journey is the only one that you really need to be focused on. Um, our weight will fluctuate with, with, with season. So regardless of any of that, if we, were, if we are focusing on really how we deal with our own selves and how we talk to ourselves, how we love on ourselves, how we love on each other, we're focusing on that weight. And making sure that that feels and affirms who you know yourself to be, no matter what you look like on the outside, I affirm for you that that is going to help 
change how you look and how your outlook is going to be on life. So this week, I'm asking you and affirming for you all to just remember that we love you no matter what the outside looks like, but we are praying for what the weights that you're dealing with in your mind and that you can lift them up and be able to lift your own self up to a space that's healthy for you. Wow. That's the collection plate. Girl, wow. that, was, that was great. Oh, that was you that? Right. Jesus Christ. A whole bar. Oh, the way we all looked at you when you said that, we were all yeah. like, <laughs> Thank Jesus. That needs to be a clip. It should. <laughs> Sheesh. Thank you, Lord. Lord of mercy. Right, I got 16 minutes left in my parking lot, so, you know. Okay. No pressure, right. but, you know, hurry up. <laughs> I mean, okay. So, in a world, well, let me say this. In a world. <laughs> I'm a story. <laughs> I affirm to our listeners today in a world that makes you feel like you don't belong. Know that this world was created just for you mm. and that it doesn't matter what you look like. If you're heavier, if you are smaller, the world, the world is literally ours. We've been given dominion over it. So walk in that, act in that, speak in that, do whatever you want to do in that. Just know that it's yours and it's that's it. Wow. Y'all really did it today. speaking today. Wow. I think all. Yeah. And I want to just say, I feel like I was rude and y'all were very uplifting. You were rude. No. You were saying. That was a word. Some days I look at people like, you could have kept that. Oh, Who asked you? Your own sense didn't tell you that? No, because they ain't got none. Remember you were how many chances not common. Not only yourself, but somebody else. So if they are not doing that. Right. Hi. Yes, please. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, 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 so I